Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, it's uh, Saturday, actually, Ben. What? Saturday. It's Saturday, Saturday, October twelfth. At uh, four o'clock. Oh. At four o'clock. Well, I messed this up, didn't I? Yeah. All right. That's okay. You okay. know, guys, I was at Hot Topic the other day. Oh uh-huh. yeah. And uh, I, I, they were asked, oh, "Are you going to LA Comic Con?" And oh, I said, yeah, uh-huh. And I said, I said, "No, I'm a panelist." And then you put your glasses on, <laughs> and then explosions in the background. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing I've ever had to say. Oh, this is a true story. It's a true story. Oh, it's oh. amazing. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is awesome. Because we are having a panel. We are. We are. At LA Comic Con. Can you believe it? We can't. I better call work now. <laughs> Absolutely. Cannot believe it. We're very excited. Mike Matola, Mike Matola's Impossible Movie Trivia Challenge featuring the Fake Nerd Podcast. Heck yeah. yeah. Featuring uh, us. You guys know it from the show. We do our hit. We do the Mike's Impossible Trivia Challenge. Fan favorite event. I've been told. <laughs> it's my favorite event. <laughs> it's also my favorite event. I love doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you can, every time he comes on the show with the with the um, int- trivia challenge, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be fun. Yeah. Uh, we all, we all, you all love him. We all love him. So Mike will be there with us to debut his Nightmare Before Christmas print. This Wee-hoo! is Halloween, baby. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. I'm coming for you, Sparks. And I'm absolutely. Excited. You know what it's that my, means. It's my favorite event. Ben always goes home crying and empty-handed. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ben, you haven't won one. <laughs> I, hope you can see, I know the audience can see this, but I'm flipping him off as hard ben, as I can. Ben, yeah. when can you redeem yourself? I can redeem myself on Saturday, October 12th at 4 o'clock in room 407 at Los Angeles Comic Con at the Los Angeles Convention Center in downtown L.A., California. Hell yeah. United States of America on the planet Earth in this solar system. <laughs> okay, we're guys, done. We need more <laughs> generics. If you guys are going to LA Comic Con. Please come. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're all really excited. You all should be too. It's going to be so fun making this three-hour podcast into 50 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to do it, baby. We're going to do it. Because <laughs> yeah, we're not going to talk about news. No, I, gonna, no, I know. We're, That's, we're probably no book club. No book club. <laughs> no. no book club, no news, just topics. Hey just us. We're a podcast. We're not going to podcast. That's Live right. and nude. No. no. The puppet might be nude. See, they said no, but I said oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, final time. Be there. Los Angeles Comic Con, October 12th, 4 o'clock, and room 407. See you oh. after the break. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Finger Podcast. I'm Brandon T. McClure. This is episode 162. With me, as always, is Ryan Heliopolis. I would like to order some shrimp fried rice. Wait a minute. Are you telling me a shrimp fried this rice? Thank you. <laughs> ben Magnet. Hi, I have a Neon Genesis Evangelion theme song stuck in my head, and it will not leave my brain. Do, 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 do. Stop Sparks it. Witty. Yeah, hey, I'm sitting here next to my dog. Yeah. She's cute dog. Oh, my God, she looks so precious right now. She does. Aww. No, precious is my dog. Oh, you're right. You look like such a Luna right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, guys. How's it going? It's been it's a while. Going. Dude, guys, guess what? what? It's not hot right now. No, it's not. No. It's fall. It's, it, is it actually fall? It or is feel, this no, it's officially fall. Okay. It feels like fall. The weather is officially f- is fall. I'm, I have to wake you up in two days, Ben. It's a time to fall in love. I have to wake you up when September ends. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, was hoping, I was hoping someone would get that. No, I was with you. All right, thank you. Oh, no, no, I got it. I was like, okay, cool. Wake me up then. That's, right. that's uh, fine with me. Wake me up when September I can't believe I said that to Fanny when she was trying to wake me up. When September started, she was like, Ben, wake up. I'm like, oh, wake me up when September Because you're funny, Ben. That's why. Uh, Am I? Yes. Okay, thank you. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, anyway, guys, I hope you liked our, our, our little ad in the front for our panel. 100% scripted. You should definitely go. Uh, Downright nerdy. 
Um, yes. Oh, <laughs> let's not pressure <laughs> them. Take your like, time to spend 50 okay, minutes pressure. with us. Okay. No. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm sure they'd on. love to if it was feasible. I'm still waiting on that review, Downright Nerdy. Oh. Shit. Oh. Damn. <laughs> I did. Damn. Re- I did review that. <laughs> Called out. If you guys don't know what that joke is, go a couple episodes back. It's a callback, baby. It yeah. is. It is. Uh, wh- so who wants to go first? How, what was your guys' week? I'll go first. Uh, I didn't do that much this week. Uh, I watched a little bit of Wolverine and the X-Men because I'm still on my awesome n- my animated Marvel I saw kick. you talk to, um, well, not talk to, you tweeted at the, the creator, the uh, Christoph, Christopher Yotes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, he went through a whole thread and like he seems to be like reminiscing about it. And yeah. he's talking about like how the next seasons were going to involve so much cool stuff. And it was going to be spectacular Spider-Man in there and all this yeah. stuff. And I'm like... Man, everyone loves that. And they era. They, they left they left Wolverine and the X Men open to uh, potential crossovers with them, but yep. it was because the timelines were always in flux. Yeah, that that Wolverine X Men show had a really weird timeline stuff. Yeah, the, the the second season was gonna be Age of Apocalypse. I was so stoked. Yeah, that and they're gonna do Dark Phoenix stuff, and yeah. it was gonna be Avengers versus X Men. I'm like, oh man, oh. they were they were building to something. They're gonna do AVX. Yeah, nice. but probably a good version of it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Which is like, no, I kind of like that book. It's okay. Yeah, no, it's it's you're allowed to like whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I'll go. Namor floods Wakanda. That's like super sick. Namor's Namor's. A Speaking crazy guy. of Namor, I freaking love the thing you tweeted or you retweeted, <laughs> guys. Of, of the two best uh, Submariner panels ever, when <laughs> Submariner is freaking swimming through the ocean and he's like, "Man, these air raiders are horrible, but they make really good pizza." Hey, and then Namor the next appreciates one, a good pizza. And then the next one is a bunch of tanks aimed right at him, and he's like. This is. I can't surrender. This isn't an invasion. I just wanted a bagel. We don't yeah. have them down here. Imperious Rex. Yeah. Uh, Namor <laughs> played a big part in this week's uh, uh, House of X or Powers of X. I, I forget which one it is. Yeah, spoilers. Uh, he, he's he's in the book. Oh, he's no, an no, no. X Man. He's, he's, he's messing with you. He's Ryan. I'm messing with you. Okay. I know you know I haven't finished it yet. No, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um. Uh. I didn't do a lot. Uh. I read. Uh. Some Jimmy Olsen. I caught up on that book. Guys, that's a really, really funny book, and that is a small series that no one's reading. Uh. I'm so glad my friend Sparky here picked it up after my recommendation. I did pick it up. Uh. So whenever you read that, I'd love to talk to you about it because that Sounds book is good. really funny, and Matt Fraction writes a really, really happy, fun Superman, and that's like. Oh man, you should even pick it up if you just want like funny, cheery Superman. The dream. It's Inter- awesome. Interestingly enough, I've been more interested in picking up Rucka's Lois Lane. I uh, I should have picked that up too. Ryan Ryan was my uh, champion this week on Twitter, just putting out like, "Hey guys, um, Siren movies are garbage, and I don't know how anybody yeah. can even argue this anymore." So <laughs> I watched Avengers <laughs> Endgame uh, for the first time since I watched it in <laughs> theaters. Like I haven't yeah. rewatched it. Mm-hmm. That movie is. I still really, really like that movie. So uh, I was like, okay, I want to compare. I don't know why. I went to YouTube and I watched a bunch of scenes from BVS. And I was like, <laughs> man, the action's good, but like, no one stays good forever, Lois. And I'm like, man, F this bullshit. Yeah. So uh, I went on like, a huge rant. I was like, oh, I shouldn't have said that, but yeah. whatever. I don't care. Yeah, yeah I, I stand it. by it. I loved it. Um, uh, real quickly, uh, you were talking about um, uh, a thing that reminded me. Not <clears throat> Superman? Oh, yeah. Uh, Lois Lane. Uh, reintroduced Renee Montoya the question oh okay. oh yeah okay the question yeah and Vic Sage is walking around already so like two questions oh that's cool man Very legacy characters can be around with I guess characters. there's a lot of questions around that character oh uh, exclamation point out of here please <laughs> I uh I love Renee Montoya as the question she's my favorite I like Vic Sage but Renee Montoya is so good yeah uh, so happy to see her back hell yeah me they too kill their one should be the question and one should be the query I don't mm. hate that. I don't hate it either. That actually, right. actually, that's pretty yeah, cool. Bendis, right. are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> you make gold balls. You can make this. Oh, gold balls. <laughs> you changed Tim Drake's name. You can do this. Yeah. Oh, no. Drake. That's bad. Yeah, I, I hate it. I don't like it. It's bad. You know, I'll give it six months. 
Yeah, yeah. Tim Drake's new superhero no, name no, is Drake. No, I just got to that in Young Justice. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, issue. Yeah, you're reading Young Justice. Now right. everybody's just getting confused <laughs> between him and the rapper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I doubt it. Yeah, you go you Google. He was so dumb. The reason why he was Red Robin in the original continuity, this was Morrison's thing. Yeah. Uh, he was Red Robin because the king, because he talked, he had w- at one time talked to the King to come super uh, Red Robin. Uh, and he didn't like that. He didn't like that version because it's Dick Race and like Cardin and whatnot. And he was like, so I wanted to repurpose that name. Yeah, yeah. So I took up the name Red Robin. It's kind of like, isn't a Nightwing also like a Superman character? Yeah, yeah Nightwing yeah. is a Superman character. Yeah, it's super cool. Uh, and so like Drake is real weird because it's like, it's oh just, yeah. That's just his name. He's Robin yeah. now, but the Earth 3 Robin goes by Drake. So he's going to do that now. Yeah. Isn't I think Rick Grayson is getting also a new name? I hope so. Rick Rick Grayson is the worst thing ever. Yeah, I I'm bored. Of, this is going to be a part of Nightwing has a, such a beautiful sordid history of mostly great stuff. We're going to forget this part. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely going to be forgotten. Rick, Rick Grayson is not good. Oh uh, yeah. Anyway, man, Tom King was writing like Grayson at one point. That book is so good. With, with Tim Seeley. Yeah. Yeah. Man. That's it. Where were we? <laughs> uh, 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 I don't like uh, evil Superman or whatever. Yeah, no. Exactly. Ryan being what else justice. did you do this week? Ryan being a champion on Twitter? I, that's where we I, were. I don't remember. <laughs> did you play some Minecraft? I d- played a lot of Minecraft, but yeah. I, that's not really like... And I uh, might start streaming that game because I played a lot. And like kids are making like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I'm like, I want to try that maybe. Yeah, man. <laughs> maybe. We watched some Dark Crystal. We did. Uh, f- uh, we were fake nerds watching it. Fake nerds watch went up. Dark Crystal. <laughs> Hell yeah. That sh- that got comments on our YouTube, and I didn't expect that. So I'm like, I'm glad. I'm glad. That's Ooh. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That show's uh, great. Ben, do you want to go? Yeah, I'll, I'll go next. Uh, uh, week was, it was, I'm not going to lie, guys. It was actually a pretty rough week for me. Yeah. Uh, it was for me as well. Yeah, it was It was not fun. Like on uh, a Friday, um, not to get too personal, but I got some news I, that I fo- thought was coming, and I tried not to get that to let that get to me but for me just when one thing happens a lot of stuff just snowballs into a bunch of other stuff so that friday normally when i'm at uh especially at uh at work on fridays i'm a happy i'm like a happy-go-lucky guy it's like yes it's friday i don't have to come here tomorrow everything's fine but for some reason friday especially i it just hit me hard like i just wanted to curl up in the ball i just wanted to cry i just wanted to not talk to anyone i wanted to talk to someone but then i started feeling oh god they're just gonna judge me they're gonna start thinking of all these other things and once again it's it snowballed it really really snowballed like when ryan was posting those pic those uh pictures from or those panels from all-star superman where he flies to that jumper and hugs her i was like man i needed that today all-star superman's a great book it is a fan freaking book. superman doesn't snap next in that in that book (laughs) no he doesn't so fr- Friday was rough. It, it's weird how Friday was my rough day because the day, the night before on Thursday, right when I got right before I went on my last break at work, I get a, a message from Michael Carls from the Downright Nerdy podcast, and he's like, "Hey Ben, do you want to do a YouTube live stream with me tonight?" This is like at eleven thirty because he was just gonna he just wanted to try it out, and he was doing some uh he was putting his comics in bags and boards. B and B. He's like, "Hey, this is tedious, but I want someone to talk to." He's like, "Yeah, but I get off work at." I go to my last break at this time at like midnight. And he's like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna be up that late. Oh well, if well, I'm like, well, if you are, let me know. Twenty minutes go by, and he messaging me back. He's like, you know what? No, I'm gonna wait. I want to do this. I want to do this. So for a good thirty plus minutes, even when I'm driving home from work, I'm talking to him and uh, Robert from the comic book G Spot, Galvin. I'm talking. But you to were him. also on his show. Yeah, I was on his show last night. 
I'm talking to this guy for a few minutes on my drive home, and he messages me, or he calls me on Instagram yesterday. He's like, hey, do you want to come on my uh, YouTube live stream tonight? I'm like, well, hell yeah, I do. So I was on uh, with him and a bunch of other guys whose names are I'm totally blanking on right now. There's two Jeffs, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, there were two Jeffs. And uh, um, this artist who I could not hear through my cell phone. So, But that video is up on his YouTube, on uh, the Comic G-Spot's YouTube channel, as far as I know. I'll link yeah. that in the description. Sweet. And I was and I was like, man, that was actually really fun. I just meeting all these people, I was like, wow, I didn't think those those gonna happen. Like even during a little thing when I was talking to Michael from Downright Nerdy, I when he was like, Hey dude, how stoked are you for the panel? I'm like, Oh man, I'm so excited. Not gonna lie, dude, I was thinking I was like, Man, how awesome would it be if they just show up for our panel? They, they don't. They don't tell us. Don't uh don't do don't that. Do no, that. I already, no, I already talked to him about it. I already don't. talked to him about it. He was like not gonna lie, I almost thought we should. He was thinking about it, but it's not. Can't put that out. Don't there. do that. Don't worry, nerdy. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> they just show up. It'd be crazy if Barack Obama showed up to our panel, isn't that right, guys? I'm just gonna throw it out there. Oh, yeah, uh, maybe, uh, it'll, maybe it'll happen. Maybe uh, happen. Yeah, the way he was gonna like announce himself, he was gonna be there. It's like during the close to the end of our panel, he was gonna stand up and yell, "Hawks pox sucks." No, <laughs> kick him out. No, it was Ryan just gonna just melt. <laughs> I would die. You and I got some bad news this week. Yeah. Both of our yeah. uh, pitches were shot down by the publisher. Yeah. Same publisher, too. Yeah. Almost like they had it out for us. Did you Did you guys <laughs> see? I know Ben saw because I directly tweeted him. The thing I sent about Jim Lee? Yeah. Just yeah. keep on trucking, guys. Yeah, that, okay. What? Your first rejects? No one I'm gets not, accepted the no, first I'm time. Oh, I'm not going to give up. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Well, see, that's the, that's, that's the thing. You know, it, it sucks because um, you know, this year's not been going great for me. Me neither. Uh, but... Uh, you know, you kind of get, you do kind of get your hopes up because they take so long. You're like, oh, what if, what if? Yeah. And you can't help but get it, get it in your mind. So when it happens, it is a blow because it's like, well, I thought I, yeah, you know, I, I shouldn't have, but I did get excited. Yeah, but even even then, like I was, uh, I had brunch with uh, my mom and my friend, uh, who's like my little sister to me, and both of them were like, holy crap, Ben, you have a panel, your podcast is growing, all this stuff, you're doing great. And I'm like, oh, thanks, guys. Uh, I may, I may, I like I said, my mine was also. I may try to do that. Obviously, I'm going to other publishers trying yeah. to figure that out. But uh, I may try and do it with something related to the show. Um, we'll see. All right. I do want to keep. I don't want to. I don't want this idea to die because it's kind of got a bit of a time limit. I just need to, f- to write my stuff. My, I just need to write my shit down. Yeah, man, make a YouTube video about it. I might. Yeah, I might. Uh, yeah, but other not to. Yeah, tease too much. Okay. The future. Yeah, but other than the the sad stuff and the good stuff, I also uh, been playing a lot of Fire Emblem. Still playing that Fire Emblem. I got to that uh, time jump, and oh, things got real depressing real quick. I like no spoilers. Jumps. That nope, no spoilers. But that man, that game was so good. Remember Jack Two when they did a time jump, but you didn't know how long. It's a good game, guys. Jack yeah. Two. Oh, I was like Jack the Robin Williams. No, 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 Jack, <laughs> <laughs> Jack and Daxter. No, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, oh. Dark Jack. Yeah, and, and anyone else playing Fire Emblem Three Houses, please at me because I want to talk to people about that game. That game's great. At me, bro. Sparks, you want to go next? Uh, sure. Um, I finally had some time to set aside with Megan to watch Steven Universe the movie. How is <laughs> that it? movie is incredible. Yeah. I'm so happy. Um, yeah, it's a uh, really great. It's a it's an awesome continuation of the series, and it's not. Unlike doing for Steven Universe what in some ways Broly did as far as, like, pushing things forward. And there's some parallels, at least, in, in narrative. That's cool. But uh, it's, you know, there's a lot of parallels to be drawn between Steven Universe and Dragon Ball Z. Rebecca Sugar's made no 
knockabouts about it that Dragon Ball Z is a, a major inspiration to the show, um, the very concept of fusion itself. Uh, but um, there's been a lot of talk about where Steven Universe is going after this, and everyone's kind of saying, like, it's not going to be the same show. Don't expect to see the same show. And I'm at the point where I'm like, did I just... Did, are, are we saying Steven Universe is Dragon Ball? Are we headed for Dragon Ball Z? Is that is that what's happening? Because everybody's big, talking about a like universe. It is. Yeah, it's not Steven dimensions. It's, it's like in, it's like Ben Ten. How each show added a bigger thing. Well, that's kind of the thing. Is like um, the movie starts with a time jump after the show. It's very minor spoilers, and is more or less over? the Steven Universe is but over. That's what, that's what I mean. Steven Universe is over. But the they're saying like there's still more. Yeah, there's still more stories. So like. It, it is it the language has been unclear but it is seeming like steven universe as that titled show is done and a new show is going to happen or what something would you call to that i have no idea i really have been trying to think about steven it steven multiverse have, i have <laughs> yeah it's like i'm trying to think like yeah well think about like so universe if you're not aware universe is, has nothing to do with like universe universe is steven's literal last name oh um and uh the universe family it, the movie starts with the galaxy at peace like, everything's been taken care of. They literally have tied up all the loose ends that the show should have established. So it's like, where could we go? And then all of a sudden, a new thing appears. So it's kind of keeping it in like, oh, you, you can think like you've taken care of everything and you still haven't taken care of everything. <laughs> like, there, it's so... Anyway, it's incredible. The music's incredible. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm I, pleased as punch. As always, like, I go up and downstairs, like, when you guys watch stuff. Like, the animation was really... Definitely, in, like, over that show, like... Uh, it looked really nice. Oh yeah, but like the one fight scene I saw with like the bad guy, I was like, "This is like pretty dope." Oh yeah, yeah. it's so cool. And the 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 new villain, her name is Spinel, and she's very yeah, much she's cool. She's stylized to be uh, modeled after like old 1920s cartoon characters, as far as the way she uses motion and stuff. Um, and it it blends really well. It's really interesting. Um, so that was awesome. Uh, I started also watching Black Lightning season two because I've been behind yeah. to catch up in time for the big crisis crossover because Black Lightning's coming to that crossover, so I want to be caught up on everything. Um, and what else did I do this week? I think that's a lot. That's a lot. With of it. so many, I mean, I know we're gonna talk about it in the news, but with so much stuff happening in crisis, I'm like, man, I feel like five episodes isn't gonna be enough. <laughs> I feel I feel much <laughs> the same. The more that comes out, I'm like, there's no way like some of these characters aren't just like they're just like cameos, like, right? They have to be, right? Yeah. Come on, like this is this is a lot. It's cool. We'll get to that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It was a good week. Oh, uh, we played. We beat a video game. Was that this week? Oh, you're right. We beat Gears of War five. Boy, I knew four. we did Sorry. something. We beat Gears of War four. Yeah, nice. uh, I think that game. Uh, it ends very strong. Uh, uh, but also, like, I'm glad we played it now because if we played it when it come out, I would have been pissed at that ending. Because there's a cliffhanger and you're like... It just kind of stops. Yeah. The game, like, the story just kind of stops. Yeah. Like, and a it's straight, like, yeah. here you go. And I'm like, wait, That's really? what Halo 5 did. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's not unlike that. Yeah. Uh, but luckily, Gears of War Five is out, and we can play it immediately, so we don't have to wait that long. Yeah, to see so what the story we're, goes. we're probably gonna jump on that. Um, soon. Nice. I saw, I've looked at more stuff into it. Um, I'm very excited to play it because I think it's gonna be exactly what we want after yeah. this game. That's very, awesome. Very nice. excited. Um, Megan and I have done a little bit of work uh, figuring out how to build our future filming space for this podcast. So you know, yeah. keep your eyes peeled on the YouTubes. Ca I'm catching up on YouTube stuff as best as i can that's fine yeah you're a busy guy it's cool dog. schools schools fun yeah hey guys yeah. school yeah um yeah. my turn <clears throat> yeah i think so yeah. i i don't i don't believe i did anything else oh 
Okay. Uh-huh. Nope. Um, yeah, I uh, I had a uh, started my journey on Downton Abbey. Guess I'm watching that now. Guys. Well, all right. Okay. Now, on your terms or are the equal terms like with the lady? Equal terms. Okay. Yeah. I'm um, just like Brandon. Of all the shows you want to start watching, you just you just picked Downton Abbey out of nowhere. Interesting. So what what happened was we finished we finished the boys, mm-hmm. and what our 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 deal is one for you, one for. Her. No, it's it's more like our deal is we'll start one show as soon as we finish one because we're currently watching three shows. So when oh, we finish okay. one, add another, so we Got keep it. watching three shows. Cool. And this one happened to be because I really want to see that movie. Yeah. <laughs> that movie looked really good. The movie made a lot of money too, so I guess people like that show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was right. I watched the trailer and I was like, I don't know what's happening, but I'm really excited about it. I Ryan and I just <laughs> sat there and we're like, I feel like I'd care if I if See, I knew anything. The, the thing I, <laughs> when we first saw the trailer, the thing I said was like, "Is this what it's like to watch the trailer for Endgame and not know any of the characters?" It's so. <laughs> like there's stuff happening, but I don't know what's going on. I think so. And like when 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 the when the lady opens the door and like this dude's there, he's like, oh, "We need you to come back to the Abbey." I would be my honor. And like, but why? Zara, Zara's like, oh my God, he's coming back. I'm like, oh my God, he's coming back? <laughs> I can't wait to I'm find really out. excited. <laughs> Who is this person? Like, Mag- I Maggie don't, Smith. like, watching that trailer, I got super excited. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll check it out. So it's is only it a, like eight episodes a season, six seasons. Blow that's not that bad, actually. Blow through that. Yeah. Do you think, uh, do you think the MCU made a Downton Abbey movie? No. Do you, do you, or do you think that show got canceled and like didn't didn't see it all the way through? Superheroes I, would probably be really big in that universe because because da- <laughs> Downton Abbey exists as established in Iron Man three. Oh, it you're does. right. Oh, I know shit. this is why I'm bringing it up. Oh, yeah. Happy's favorite show. Do you think they made a movie of Downton Abbey? That's what I'm asking. No, no, because the decimation happened. What if all those actors? Oh no. <laughs> That's true. This yeah. is this is we'll yeah. we'll theorize about this later. <laughs> they were they were like about to make the movie and then it, the, half yeah. their cast is gone. <laughs> Oh my Conveniently, God, nobody from Downton Abbey, not even in the crew, was oh, was snapped. Guys, so like, <laughs> we already have a thousand YouTube shows, but like, I just want to do one where like, what about real life movies and shows in the MCU like Downton Abbey? Yes. So we follow the trajectory <laughs> of actual Downton Abbey in the MCU. <laughs> oh God, no. Holy shit. My, oh no. I'm writing that down. Because like Bill Maher and like all like these news people, like Anderson Cooper. Uh, jo- uh, 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 Rivers, uh, Joanne Rivers. Yeah. Joan Rivers. Yeah. Joan Rivers. Yeah. She's in the all in, All in the same movie. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> we're talking about all in the same movie. Yeah, yeah. Because it was kind of at that movie, like after that they stopped making real world yeah. references. Yeah. Yeah. Iron Man 3 was kind of the end of that. Yeah. Good Lord. Jeez. All right. Um, so yeah. So I started watching Dance and Abby and I watched another episode of Super. One more episode to the end of Super. Uh... Jesus. Who do you think is going to win? I don't know. <laughs> right. Isn't I that look, great? I legitimately Isn't don't that know. great that you're like, I'm not sure. So when I, as I'm watching this, I'm like, oh, okay, Goku's going to win. Blah, blah, blah. It's, it's Dragon Ball. I know it's going to happen. And now at the end of this episode, I'm like, oh. Oh, no. Jiren could win. Yeah, it's a it's a spicy episode. Like, especially because, like. I'm wa- like as I as I'm kind of watching it, and I'm thinking like, well, you know, you know, blah blah blah, uh, and then like Jiren starts respecting Goku, but I'm like, oh, what if Jiren wished the seventh universe back and he won the tournament? Yeah, it it literally, and then some other stuff. Yeah, at the end of that episode, and so you're like, I. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I have no clue. I, I loved that when I was watching it, when it was coming out. I loved just like, we're at the end of this episode and I don't know who wins. Yeah. I genuinely am going into a Dragon Ball episode and I can't say with confidence, Goku wins this one. Can't Especially say that. because what happens with his Ultra Instinct. I'm like, yes. oh no. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's so good. Um, <laughs> there's a bit in the end where, where, where Top, uh, Topo, uh, Topo. Uh-huh. Is, ta- is, is like, why does he keep going? He's, he, he can't win. 
uh, and Jiren is like, yeah, is like, this is just before Jiren launches his blast towards the stadium. Uh huh. Yeah. To kill Goku's friends, I'm like, right. oh no. Yeah. And, and so it's like, and Roshi is like, he doesn't just he doesn't fight for himself, unlike Jiren. He fights for all of us. And like, Krillin is like, yeah, we. We we were all his enemies at one time, and then we, we respected him and became his friends. I'm like, Jesus. If you look oh, at everyone on that team, they're, they're all almost villains. all bad guys. Yeah, it's Except great. for Gohan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Good I, shit. And I'm, watch, and I'm watching this. I'm Except like, for Whoa. Gohan and Roshi. Except for Gohan and Roshi. I'm watching this. I'm like, oh, shit. And then what happens with Ultra Instinct? And then what happens at the end of that episode? I'm like, tune in next time. And it's like, the victor will be crowned. I'm like, yeah, he will. Yeah, I guess he will. What is left? I don't know what it is, but I'm, yeah. I'm so happy for you. I gotta wait like, three weeks almost to watch that review. Um, uh, t- two. Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah, it's a good show, guys. Dragon Ball yeah. Super. Oh, um, is anyone caught up on Absolute Carnage? Uh, it's three issues. I have not read the third issue no. yet. No. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I think the third issue drags. Oh, no, unfortunately. Yeah. I really uh, like the first two. I like the first two, too, and then this is the first one where I'm like, maybe this didn't need to be a huge galactic event. Yeah. Maybe well, it could have just been you, an arc. Did you read Stegman and Friends? Well, watch. Uh, no, of, no, uh, so no, I forgot. Steak Venom is, is amazing. Friends, he talks about like it was just supposed to be the third arc of Venom. If it's it starting to feel like it could have just been an arc. Yeah, he's like this. This was supposed to be the third arc of Venom, and then then Sibolsky came to me and said we want to make this a line wide event. This feels like the. Uh, I mean, it feels big in scope, yeah. but it like just like the first arc of Jason Aaron's Avengers is huge. Yeah. That didn't need to be an event, right? No, it didn't. Uh, it started to feel like oh, maybe you didn't need to make thirty books out of this. <laughs> yeah, and you you gotta you gotta wonder. Um, it's still good, but yeah. it's like it's not like the Donnie Cates level of like wow, this is a ten out of ten. But one of the things that that that, ha- that hampers it is that uh, Cletus Cassidy can't kill any anyone significant. Yeah, because of the Marvel line. Yes, and Cletus Cassidy is the worst serial killer ever. Yeah, they uh, calculated his death number is in the thousands. Yeah, um, uh, he's he's. There are deaths, but they are super minor, minor, minor characters, yeah. and it's characters who are already dead that he's messing with. So it's the stakes. I'm starting to see that. Oh, the stakes are kind of a uh, little, little fake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's still great art, though. Yeah, yeah. Stegman is amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the, I think the stuff in the proper Venom book I'm liking more than Absolute Carnage. To be fair, yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff in that one. Uh, right. Okay. So I'll talk about comics then. Uh, I fin- I caught up in Just- Justice League again, mm-hmm. which I feel like I say that once every couple of weeks because that book is double shipping and is a pain in the ass <laughs> to keep up with the double shipping. Yeah, book. yeah, DC's doing me dirty, so I, had to <laughs> drop, I keep dropping books. <laughs> so Justice League, uh, and then I also read the Sinestro Year of the Villain and the, and the Luther Year of the Villain. Man, I, I've heard incredible things about a couple of those books, and I'm like, I don't, I'm not reading half of these books. I don't want to buy a one shot, but they They're, sound good. The Year of the Villain for. Lex Luthor is really good. I heard that. It's yeah. written by Jason Latour. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, uh, with art by um, Brian Higgin. Mm. Nope. Brian Hitch. Brian Hitch. Thank you. Yeah, with his art, and he goes through like the multiverse, seeing other Lex Luthers. It's so cool. Yeah. Uh, but Justice League is uh, the crazy cosmic book I didn't know I wanted. Do you know how inspired <laughs> by Avengers it is by Jonathan Hickman? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, I I see that immediately. Yeah. Like he's channeling Scott Snyder is channeling Grant Morrison, and channeling Jonathan Hickman mm-hmm. with this Justice League, and and I think it, I think it's really paying off. At, uh, who's reading it? I am very behind, but I was reading it. Okay, so Perpetua, the yeah. one who created our multiverse, yes, uh, is trying is taking Apex Lex, who is Lex Luthor merged with Martian Manhunter to become <coughs> the first ever Apex Predator. In the multiverse. His name's Apex Lex. Apex Lex. <coughs> uh, and he 
uh, and they are going while the Legion of Doom stops the Justice League back in time. They reintroduce hypertime. Now, guys, uh, if you know anything about DC lore, hypertime is the theory that all all future all potential future timelines exist at one time. That makes sense. So that that's a way to that was a way for DC to add on to the multiverse. Uh, so that they didn't need to create a new Earth for just an alternate future. So isn't that just a Marvel universe then? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. I'm but remember, <laughs> the only 52 universes. No, in I, the that multiverse. was their fault for doing that. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so hypertime was something different. Yeah. But whatever. It's a cr- crazy concept because they travel from the Commandy universe to the DC yeah. One Million universe. And this is not me knocking it. Like I want. I, you know how much I love multiverse yeah. crazy shit, and that's from Marvel. So, like, the more DC does that, the more I'm okay with it. And they go back and find the Justice Society, and they're and I was a little worried about it because of Doomsday Clock, and uh, the and Jay Garrick and Wally West are like, I feel like, I feel like I know you. I feel like I've met you before. Like we have adventures that we just don't remember. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really cool because the Justice Society are still around, but for some reason they don't remember them. Amnesia. Mm. Um, same thing with the Legion, which. Doomsday Clock was supposed to answer. It's, it's supposed to answer. So, um, okay, we'll, we'll find out December probably, maybe. Yeah. So, so they, so the Justice Legion A from DC One Million came back, and they are awesome. Uh, that DC One Million arc is really radical. Uh, so the Justice Society, Commandy is so cool. And then at the end of the last issue that I just read, uh, they've already recruited the World Forger and the Monitor to join the Justice League. And the Anti-Monitor, and so Perpetual is like, the Anti-Monitor's on our side. He hates the Matter Universe. He will do this with us. And the Anti-Monitor is like, I'm sorry, Mother. I lured you here to tell you I joined Justice. And the Justice League are behind the Anti-Monitor. And I'm like, oh, my God, the <laughs> Anti-Monitor is on the Justice League, guys. That sounds pretty cool. It's so that's very awesome. similar. That's something I never thought I would that's hear. That's very similar to uh, Charles Xavier shaking hands with Apocalypse, saying "Welcome home, brother." Yeah, and I'm like, man, what the yeah, fuck is going it is. on, dude? Yeah, yeah. It, man, comics are cool, guys. I was so ex- wait, wait. I was so excited. What? Don't even worry about it, Ben. Don't okay. even worry about it. <laughs> I was so excited seeing that page with the Monitor, the Anti Monitor, the World Forger, Hawk Girl, Mara, Aquaman. I was like, oh man. Justice League was one of the remaining, one of the few books I had left on my pull list that I cut, and that kind of just sold me like shit i gotta pick it up again yeah i was i was justice league is probably one of my favorite books that i read yeah uh, by far it's so yeah. wild i've made some i've made some mistakes in my cuts yeah same <laughs> yeah me too yeah. um uh, hey man immortal hulk yeah, yeah. immortal hulk. and so i also read uh harleen i read the first issue of harleen yep 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 uh that book's great yep the the, the art in that one is spectacular as always it is stepan cedric yeah. did you see his tweet that so everyone uh, mispronounces his name yeah, yeah. And he la- it's him laughing Even Lots of Croatian. Uh, Scott Snyder <laughs> made a tweet about it, and he misspelled his name, and he had to redo another tweet. He's like, "I'm so sorry, I misspelled your name, Stefan." <laughs> Dylan, our friend Dylan from Top Cow, mm-hmm. yeah. said, "I was you always said it was Bob." <laughs> <laughs> Bob Cedric. <laughs> so um, Dylan's not going to LA Comic Con this year. Aww. That's a shame. bummer. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I uh, read Harleen. It's a beautiful book about about uh, just a misguided. Uh, uh, psychologist. They also kind of redo and Mad Love. Mad Love's a really interesting book, guys. Um, it, it is cartoony, but it is in canon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is a hint in the book that Bruce Tim and Paul Dini had some fun with that book because uh, they they throw in that Harley may have um, screwed a professor for an A somewhere down the line. Yep. And uh, Stepan takes that same scene 
but makes it a lot more tender Aww. and a lot sweeter. Like, yeah, no, Harleen's incredibly smart. She deserves all the grace she gets, but she really likes this professor. And so it was kind of a love story within this book. And, Tale uh, as old as time. And she, and it's so like, it, it like chastised her Hulk, her Hulk, because it was, it was found out and this Hulk scandal and all these things. And it's such a, Oh, guys, guys, pick up Harleen. Uh, if you're reading Harleen, it's, it's really good. It's a book I've wanted for years. I really want that, that guy to do well because his sales don't ever justify his ambition. And if this one does well, we could have a nine-part Harley Quinn epic that yeah. is uh, better than anything that's been on the shelves recently. Uh, yeah, uh, from everything I've seen on Twitter, people are responding to this book. Yeah, yeah a, lot of people, like, a lot of people are selling out. They just upped, a lot of people are upping their orders for issue two. So that's good. I, I really want him to do well. Um, I just wish it wasn't so expensive. Yeah, that, that I mean, it is an over. Pack. It's like a. It's a big book. Like it's yeah. worth the money. It's just like, uh, I could buy two comics for one man. It's hard. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's even buying the trade. That's also supporting the book. Yeah. So you know, there's also that because yeah, we know that trade's coming out too. Yeah, he's already getting the three issues. He just wants more. Yeah. Uh, I, as you know, I, I don't like the current iteration of Harley. I've not been a fan of her. The New 52 version of her that continues Margot Robbie and, and all these things uh, and really much any medium. But it was so nice to read a book that felt like classic Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah. Like Harley Quinn that I miss. It's really good. Puddin', I liked it a lot. Puddin'. Um, Puddin' pops. And I saw, I saw uh, the only one movie this, this, this week I saw, Abominable. That didn't, I thought that already came out. No, it's, 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 it came out this week. Oh. So Abominable, which is the, the Abominable Snowman movie. Uh, Wasn't there uh, two other ones this year? Yeah, Missing Link and Snow- Smallfoot. Oh, I was partially joking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize they both came out this year. Missing Link is really good, though. No, that's the Lyco one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Smallfoot is fun. I like Smallfoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was not prepared for how, Sparks, as you would say, me, that humor was. Which? Abominable, the movie. Abominable? Yeah. So Abominable is about it. It's Chloe Bennett. She's terrible, um, <laughs> as always. Oh, no. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, and she's trying to find a true, though. <laughs> no, man. Hey, she stunk at the beginning of The Shield. I think she became okay. You're, I, wow. You're right. She became okay. I'm just saying. I've seen it's, w- so, it's so weird because I can hear her bad acting through her voice. But she's not a bad voice actress. Yeah. But her, but her bad acting comes through the voice. That's work. a shame. It's really weird. Uh, so I watched uh, this is this movie, and uh, there is. I never thought my favorite joke would be a snake joke, but snake. there are these sneaker. There are these uh, rare secret snakes called the whooping snakes Whoop. that this that this guy has collected. He's the bad guy of the movie with Laura Paulson, and it's Eddie Izzard, by the way, the oh. bad guy. And so oh. he so he brings Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson, yeah. Um, and so. They're like, what about these rare whooping snakes? It's like all they're so annoying, and so they they're these coiled up sn- yellow snakes, with these big eyes, and they like shoot up from their coil and just go whoop. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's you. Oh, <laughs> that's adorable. So there's this bit where it's just like, oh, these guys are so annoying. All they do is whoop 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 whoop. And a bunch of the snakes just like whoop 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 whoop. It's like popping up. It's like, no, yeah. shut up, yeah, shut up. That's that's branded. But here's what happens to next. Team McClure. Here's what happens next. They wheel them out. It's like. How many snakes do we have? I don't know why. And then frame. Throughout <laughs> the rest of the movie, randomly, in frame, would be this whooping snake going whoop. And everyone would be like, what? What was that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so what it led to was this bit where they're like, did they find it yet? And there's three guys over a car and trying to find that snake. And it's like, whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. Oh. <laughs> 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 no. I wanted to go 
Pennywise does the riff of the song. And I was gone oh, for the rest whoop, of the movie. There it is. What? I was gone for Why the rest of the movie. Somebody, so somebody funny. at DreamWorks writes specifically for you. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> and it was this guy named Dave who did that bit. So everyone was just kind of looking at him like, what was that? And he's like, what? Uh, uh? And I, oh, they even acknowledge it? Yeah. Oh, no, oh. that ruins the joke. I hate and those bits. I, I got to tell you, for the rest of the movie, because we had 20 minutes stitches? left, I was on the floor laughing. It broke you? It broke me. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. <laughs> And <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that works for you. And it was because it's the ran- everybody deserves to laugh no matter how it happens. It's it's the it's the the kind of random aside humor that always gets yeah. me. Uh, there's another bit where they like dart where they are ready to dart the yeti and they shoot a dart and hits the guy and some guy just walks out and goes, "Dude, you darted Dave." Oh, I saw that from the trailer. And again, that killed me. <laughs> just the weird. Are you shit. telling me a shrimp <laughs> fried this rice? <laughs> <laughs> All right, putting putting that that humor aside, <laughs> was the movie overall good? Yeah, it's actually pretty cute. Okay, All yeah. Right. Uh, again, I laughed a lot. It's it was really <coughs> funny. To me. If you had to pick one of the three, Missing Link. Okay. okay. <laughs> the fact that there's three. Of if them you had to pick one of the two remaining, <laughs> Smallfoot versus Abominable. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah, but which yeah. one has whooping snakes? <laughs> Abominable. <laughs> see that? See that one conquered your fears. So that movie should be like. Up there, yeah, yeah. It, like, it, it made you like a snake. Yeah, you thing. like snakes now, or you like those snakes. Yeah. Very end of the credits, I was like, oh man, if it doesn't, very end of the credits. Whoop. Does it? Yep. Good. Oh really? Oh, whoop, I'll give it credit. Whoop. That's good. Okay. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> now I want to see this movie just for the whooping snakes. That's like a trademark DreamWorks thing: is they find a little thing like that and they milk it for all it's worth. And you said it has they big did eyes. This, yeah, they did this with the Puss in Boots movie with the cat that goes. Oh, yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. They put that cat <laughs> everywhere, including the credits. Yeah. Puss in Boots is the They only... did this with the Crudes, too. I yep. didn't see Puss in Boots. It's the only Shrek thing I haven't seen. I like Puss in Boots a lot. Is it good? Oh, it's much better than Shrek 3 and 4. I'll tell you that. Okay. Yeah. There's this one excellent joke uh, involving Jonah, uh, not Jonah, Zach, Zach Galifianakis' character. Yeah, you know exactly yeah, what I'm yeah. talking about. It's an excellent If you bit. think it's good, I want to watch it. I, I do. Oh, yeah, I think you you'd know, like it. Same here. I'll watch, because I really liked Puss in Boots when he was introduced in Shrek 2. Yeah. Yeah. The animation is gorgeous. Cool. It's one of the later Dreamworks uh, films. I, like, I, I, like I definitely think Puss in Boots is more valuable than the, the later Shrek's. Are you telling me yeah. Justin Timberlake as King Arthur isn't your jam? I agree with Sparks. I I'm just kidding. I, that movie's bad. <laughs> Wait, who played Merlin in that movie? Was that John Cleese? Eric Idle. Thank you, Eric, Eric yeah. Idle. Yeah. John wow. Cleese is the is the dad. He's the king. That was my yeah, that, was, that, was frog. that was my ex favorite. That was my ex's favorite <coughs> Shrek movie. I should have realized then. What, what Shrek three? Yeah. Shrek 2, however, Thank is an you. excellent American animation classic. sequel. Shrek Absolutely. 2 is amazing, and Hell it's yeah. great. Arguably better than Shrek, I'm just it, no, saying. No, it is better yeah. than Shrek. Although, I will give Shrek 3 um, a moment of, hey, that was actually pretty cool, when Snow White comes out and she's singing and all the birds show up, and then she starts singing the intro to Immigrant Song. I will say that's if that scene yeah, wasn't ruined cool. in the trailer for me, oh. I would have liked it more, but it was in the trailer. It wasn't ruined yeah. for the trailer for it's, me. That is a cool but scene. But when Snow White starts singing, ha <laughs> I was like, yeah, I Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Uh, I also uh, recapped uh, recapped Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald to a friend who hadn't seen it yet. All right, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna recap it for you as someone who doesn't remember it or hasn't seen it in a year. Grindelwald escapes. That's all you got. And then Newt is a dummy <laughs> for the whole movie. <laughs> so okay, so I was got recapping him. I was recapping major pieces major pieces of this film, and I was getting World War One. I. <laughs> I was getting angrier and angrier. 
Like it was still that the anger for this movie. McGonagall? Yeah. <laughs> the anger for this movie is still festering within me. And I realized I came to a realization. Remember how you were baffled, Sparks, that I didn't rate Men in Black International lower than a five? Yeah. It's because subconsciously, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald has changed my rating system. Oh, no. Oh. Which I didn't realize. Well, I mean, you even said that in the moment. You said, like, uh, I I angrily hated uh, yeah. Crimes of Grindelwald, and I can't I can't rate things that low. So anything lower than a five, it's just <coughs> a Crimes of Grindelwald. Yes, because that movie, <laughs> that movie angered me so much. Oh, my God. Can we actually do that? Anything that's, like, lower than a five, it's, it's Crimes of Grindelwald. <laughs> yeah. Because that's fantastic. You can't go that. lower than five. And I was Van, is a Venom Crimes of Grindelwald? <laughs> yeah, for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so it, it made me so viscerally angry to my core that I that I now retroactively dislike Harry Potter. Oh, don't know. Oh, like, do that, like that is what's happened. No. Yeah, with, you can't let that happen. No. And it, it's it's it, it it like shook my faith in J.K. Rowling. It shook my faith. I mean, in that's the fine, but like but like Harry Potter as it exists before is those books and those that's movies still are still there. You just have to go back and revisit no, I, that. I, I realize, but like. So now <clears throat> it is now five. Did this make me so angry that I retroactively hate everything about this franchise? That's fair. Yeah. So but that's, that's again, that's like that's like a Star Wars thing. Crimes of Grindelwald's real bad. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. Even Michael Carl's uh, downright nerdy agrees. Does it's he? Not very good. good. Yeah. And someone on 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 uh, someone on on a Facebook group I was on was like. Uh, you should watch the you, the all the Harry Potter films are of equal quality except for the Fantastic Beasts films. And so I was like, I like Fantastic Beasts too. And I goes, and I just had to. I was like, look, you know, like what you like, but that movie made me hate everything. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, oh, why was it? I was like, nope, still too angry. <laughs> so like, I can either send seven text threads about why I hate it, or I can just go, nah, it's okay. <laughs> it's yeah. either you get. That's the way I wish you'd respond to things like that. Just like. That's okay. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> it's either, there's two things here. It's either Brandon can respond with, that's okay, let's move on, or I'm going to write you five novels on why this book, this movie there's, is bad. There's this episode of The Amazing World of Gumball where Gumball is trying to be more likable, and he keeps all his like mean and negative comments to people in, and it starts literally poisoning him and killing his body. And they tell him, if you don't do this, then you... And also, while that's happening, the douchebag of the school has now become the main character of the show, because Gumball's not interesting enough to be the main character anymore. <laughs> and so they're like, you have to do this, he's ruining the show. <laughs> and you have to just let it all out. And so he, like, the douchebag character makes a terrible like bad pun joke and Gumball just like lets all his negativity out in one motion. It just comes out as bile that literally <laughs> burns a hole through the head of the kid. <laughs> wow. And that's that's how I feel like you would approach any crimes of Grindelwald oh, to me. Wow. It just <laughs> <laughs> And then there's just a smoking crater in their face <laughs> where <laughs> Yeah. Hey, that's a really good cartoon. People should revisit it. No, do you see? Do you remember the clip when Gunball was trying to? Be then like, I remember everything. Okay, <laughs> but the, go on. His SJW thing, where he's like, "I've learned the ways of soul." Lord, I, yes, I, I know Tung Fu. Lord. His sister's like, "Show me." He smacks her with his tongue. Yeah, and they're at lunch. Oh he's my. like, "Maybe you should check your privilege." Yes, <laughs> it's pretty good. All yeah. right, I'm into it. Um, oh, Gumball's great. I need to watch that again. All right, should we get into our news? Oh, my Lord. How long has it been? Our bread and butter? <laughs> yeah. And here's your bread. And your butter. Here's your bread and butter. Okay, okay. Not in my ear. Thank you. All right, then time now to get to the news. News oh, time. Oh, yeah? Our bread and butter. Oh, nom, okay. Nom, nom, nom. Uh, Eat it up. We have uh, some sad news up top. Uh, yeah, we do. Double Again. sad. Yeah. Aww. Double sad. And this isn't a joke. Movie Pass is gone. No, yes. Uh, this is... Let it die. 
Sid Haig. Is saying that right? Yes. Sid yeah, Sid Haig. Haig. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not familiar with him, but he's a Rob Zombie collaborator. I, I know you've seen him in things. I just can't yeah. think of it. He's, he's been in like over 150 films. He's a like very roles. prominent, like, like he shows up in anything because he yeah. loves he's, being in horror movies. He's really well known for like his horror appearances, specifically his stuff with Rob Zombie. Yeah. yeah. But he, he's been in, you've definitely seen yeah. him. Uh, um, he, he died at the age of 80. Yeah. yeah. He, he had a long prolific career. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, with it, Rob Zombie had his latest film, Devil's Rejects. Uh, not Devil's Three Rejects. From Hell. Sorry, Three From Hell just came out, which is a sequel to Devil's Wait, Rejects. Wait, it's out? Yeah. It, well, I remember, seen it. it. Remember it dropped in the theaters for like a limited run. You and I talked about this and oh. I said it's only in theaters for like three days. That's right. It's going to be on VOD. And right? then it's going to be on VOD and That's Blu-ray right. in like two weeks. Okay, okay. Gotcha. We definitely um, should see it. Yes, I want to. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. But uh, Sid That's Haig... That's his last movie. Sid Haig, yes. Uh, Sid Haig was uh, originally like the desire was for him to be a, a more prominent character because like in, in Devil's Rejects, he's a he's one of the three leads. Yeah. But in this one, um, he's taken a much... A, a lot of a backseat role because mm-hmm. of his health. Yeah. Um, friend of the podcast, Matt Ferranti, was here for a MonsterCon, uh, Monsterpalooza, I believe, Hell yeah. a few months ago, and he got to meet Sid Haig. And, and, cool. uh, he shared and a said nice he was a really great guy yeah. and said he, you know, he was always a good spirit, even though you could see that something was wearing on him. Yeah. Um, his his health wasn't in great shape. He was still like awesome to the fans and everything. He's got a huge fan following. Yeah. He's really great. Uh, it's, you know, 80's a good... Good That's solid life, but uh, and he's life. got he has an unquestionably awesome film career. Yeah. So like he's he's gonna be well remembered. He's like a horror but icon. It's, it's still yeah. sad to lose him. Like that he has like an iconic like him in the clown makeup face. Like that's like horror icon imagery. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I, like, the character of Captain Spaulding. One of my one of my good friends, uh, his name's David. He opened up a tattoo shop. His online handle is Captain Spaulding because he's in love with right. Rob Zombie movies. So cool. yeah, uh, Rob Zombie's first film was House of a Thousand Corpses, which Devil's Rejects and Three from Hell were sequels to. Yes. And House of a Thousand Corpses was where Sid Haig's character of Captain Spaulding premiered and was uh, he runs right like a from horror then, like shop. a cult fan yeah. favorite character. Um, so it's been a big thing in the horror community ever since that mu- that movie dropped. And I see. So it's, it's very sad to lose it. But like, yeah, I'll, I'll off air. I'll pull up his filmography and kind of show, point out to you, like, oh yeah, you've seen him. Sure. Um, um, great guy. Yeah. All right. Uh, as well as J. Michael Mendel. Yes. Died this week at the age of fifty-four. Yes, he is a prominent producer of uh, currently Rick and Morty. Uh, he's one of the reasons they have an Emmy. Uh, Dan Harmon said that on his podcast recently, Harmon Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also produced over two hundred episodes of The Simpsons, and a lot of the years he was on it, or the year they also won Emmys. So like this dude is like known in the industry. Like I didn't know this, but upon reading on it and listening to Dan, Harmon, for sure, he is like a prominent producer and like a creative force. And uh, the way Dan Herman was talking about it on the podcast was like, I don't know what the show's going to be anymore now that he's not on it. Because yeah. like he, he like like Dan Harmon is like very self destructive and like a writer, and he's like yeah. he was the guy who kept me in check, and like now he's gone, and I'm like, man, that's I. You don't often think of just regular producers as being that important yeah. uh, until someone speaks out about it, and I'm like, it's it's a shame that a lot of people don't even know his name. Like I didn't know his name, yeah, well, uh, of course. And and he's made some of the best t- cartoon television ever made for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's a shame. Uh, did how did he pass? It's 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 uh, not known not, yet. Not known. Yeah. Right. It happened a couple days ago. Fifty four. Fifty four. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. a this is a, a quick aside. Yeah. D- uh, who saw Community season six? Did, is that uh, the last? Yeah, one? I did. Yeah, I've seen it all. Do you remember the episode where it ends with a writer explaining why he wrote this episode to Dan Harmon? Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's the incest episode. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> it's a weird show. It got weird. It is. It's. It is a weird show. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of lot of big celebrity hits. Yeah. Uh, this year, I I know like th- this sucked for me personally was this week when Sid Haig did pass. Yeah. Uh, when I I woke up and saw the news very quickly, and I messaged Matt and I'm like, 
did you see yet? Yeah. And he hadn't. And I oh, felt so bad being the person who had to like, but I, yeah. he's the person I wanted to talk to about because I'm like, I know yeah. this is going to hit. You know what? You're the one who actually, you did the same thing for Robin Williams. Oh, to for me? you? Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't know he had passed. And then you asked, and you asked me, did you hear yet? You're just oh, the, man. You're the bad uh, news breaker. Yeah. Uh, that one, I was in disbelief because that one was told to me by Michael. Right. Uh, our friend Michael. And he messaged me and, boy, that Robin Williams one hit me hard. It yeah. still hits me. Yeah. I watched uh, that was that was rough. I watched Flubber like two weeks ago, and I was like, "Man, I miss Robin Williams." Yeah, I like I had to like take a I couldn't watch a Robin Williams movie for a while. Neither could I. It was a whole thing. Oh my god, he was he was the whole other thing. Huge inspiration to like why I got creative to begin with. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll we'll move on to other news. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, we should do a Robin Williams retrospective. Hell yeah! I mean, I I live for it. Yeah. Uh, that might be on the two legends. Soon, guys. Two legends leave us unfortunately. You cannot yeah. convince me the world did not get bleaker the day he died. Oh, <laughs> like, of course, everything's just been a little shittier yeah. ever yeah. since, and I partially uh, put it to that. Global warming increased one percent that day. Yeah, it did. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, speaking of global warming, Jurassic Park six <laughs> is uh, of potential more. <laughs> oh, what a great quote. <laughs> oh, anyway. <laughs> Um, I think we'll, Brandon's hold on, a hold on. Jurassic, Jurassic Park six, Jurassic World three, The Lost World four. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> The Lost World five. Sorry, colon. Um, yeah, so Jurassic Park six. I call it Jurassic Park six. I I hate anyone who says Jurassic World, th- World three. It's the sixth Jurassic Park movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know well, why come on. I hate him about it. God. Um, Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum are all returning as their respective characters. This is this is this. I don't know how to feel, guys. I mean, we all yeah. we all kind of knew this. Yeah, uh, I thought like a month and a half ago, Laura Dern kind of yeah. let it slip that this was happening. But now yeah. it says like but they're major characters. A, now it's official. Yeah, is the thing. Like, and they're, they're major. They're, they're majorly in the movie. Yeah. Really, uh, they're not just gonna be sitting in the corner no, the whole they're, time. No, they're they're like in they're it. prominent. Yeah. So what, what, one of the things one of the things that I it, like like Ryan, I was really conflicted. I was like, oh man. This is that's my end game shit. Yeah. These are my oh, yeah. but then I was like, but Jurassic Park six. Yeah. That's not even the problem. Trevorrow. Yeah. But Trevorrow. But yeah. Trevorrow yeah, yeah, yeah. is the problem. Yeah. The other thing is, uh, as Sparks mentioned, uh, the Amb- the Amblin account uh, announced this by saying the next installment in the Jurassic World franchise. Yep. And not th- concluding, not the concluding chapter of the of Jurassic course. World franchise. Of course, make a billion dollars because you and we brought it up last week. We were curious, why would you make this new Universal logo with the T Rex thing on it for just one more yeah. movie? Mm-hmm. Because you wouldn't. Jurassic You're making World. it for a bigger thing. Yeah. The JCU. No, but like for real, think about Dark Universe. Yeah. Well, like they got that. They've got first that, movie, uh, animated show coming too. Yeah, but I'm kind of Can you imagine? No, but my point being that they are trying to keep the brand alive past this film clearly so uh, let's just think in the worst hypotheticals right now so this next movie comes out and it has all the original cast and it's kind of like it's not the end of a trilogy but it's the end of this era and then there's just dinosaurs all over the world and then they do tv shows and multiple different movies and they try to make a universe and destroy Jurassic park that's what i'm worried about you guys (laughs) now necessarily no not necessarily me uh if you want to do like tv shows one i'm interested in a Jurassic park tv series because you know most likely colin trevorrow won't be a part of it yes true. a different creative team however my fear is trevorrow keeps going yeah like he keeps going. I'm still just. I don't want the. I don't want. I was still anymore. always just more fascinated in a film or TV show or whatever that actually took place in a functional park, and the issue wasn't the park fell apart. It's these other the little things. Stuff. Yeah, you can have like the build 
up to a kingdom that will collapse. But that park was functional for like 17 years. Dude, you know, I'm I'd a- love to watch something where just the park is working and the little things that they have to do to like, you know, maybe like, oh, that security guy didn't make it out of that situation. Better Dude, keep I that hush-hush. You know hush. what I want? I want Adventureland, but set in the Jurassic Park world. I want just a bunch yeah. of people doing their regular I want, jobs. I want industrial... M- uh, espionage. espionage yes right like, i want yeah. yes maybe maybe jensen uh gen uh genesis yeah the the genesis Gen. Gen- the, 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 no the other company the other company evil ones yeah, the evil yeah, the yeah. evil engine right um that's not even in the movies but like they come back and they're like maybe we haven't figured out this dinosaur thing maybe we can yeah. steal their shit but but all that stuff doesn't world doesn't work if your world's like apocalyptic with dinosaurs everywhere but <laughs> and then and then there's the other thing uh apparently dr wu has a plan of course he does but He's planning up a Jurassic I, Park. I, I go back to like my preferred picture of this trilogy at this point is that the first film would have take place in a, taken place in an entirely functional park. The second one would have been the one where the park fell apart, and the third one would have ended with dinosaurs are out in the world now, and that's it. That's the end. Leave it to your imagination. They expedited all that stuff. But we're not getting that world. We're not getting that life. We could potentially be getting more. And like uh, I said, like I said, I'd rather them just remake the first film. As cool as yeah. it is to like have those actors back as those characters, which is undoubtedly awesome. Um there's there's little to convince me that you're going to do something that will make it feel like they should be in this movie. Because yeah. if you remember Jessica Park three uh, Ellie Sadler. Ellie's she, way done with she's this. She doesn't care. She has a family. She doesn't even like, want to think about it. It's yeah. traumatic for her yeah. to think about. I'll never forgive them for the for that family. Yeah. I'm still I mean, that's fine. That. That's fine. But nonetheless. That's, but that's a good character But that's thing. the canon. She's, yeah, she's done with this. That's the canon. That's why I actually, one of the things I like about the movie is that cameo. Because it's like, dude, she's moved on. And he has he is still in this world. And he's trying to reach out to her. And she's like, okay, I'll help out. Like All that right. one scene in Jurassic Park for 3 where he's like, does anyone have any questions? Not regarding Jurassic Park. All oh, they have yes. to go down. Uh-huh. Or, or the, the act incident, incident in, San in San Diego, which I did not witness. Oh. <laughs> which I did not witness. Because <laughs> there were still hands yeah. that had the or other the half of the room. Yeah, that's a good, yeah, or yeah. the San Diego incident, which I was not there for. That's oh, pretty good. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I'll never forget the for making Ellie and uh, Alan not married. Yeah. Anyway. Um, oh, but you know what's going to happen? She's going to be divorced. Uh, and be a single hot mom. Lord. And then, I was and thinking then, Lord, about that. No. Dude, come Please. on. Of course they're going to be that dumb. It's yeah. Colin Trevorrow. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I, like I said, I'd rather them just remake the first film. Yeah. Hey. Uh, there's enough in that book where you can you just do make something a, different. You can make hey. a completely different movie. Yeah. As long as they make Jeff Goldblum sexy. Jeff which Goldblum. I know it's, that's Always impossible. I, yeah. I agree with you. I do not think currently we are at the generation that's ready for that remake. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need like another eight years. Especially because this a, wouldn't have had to have not happened. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, Brian, the second someone were, uh, anyone in Universal were to come out and say, hey, we're remaking Jurassic Park. Pitchforks and torches are at the gates. There's pitchforks and torches. For everything. All that for everything. Yeah. Guys, I, I so cares? don't care about seeing Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard's characters in these films, too. What are their names again? I'll, I'll tell you. Owen Grady and... Man, don't tell me you actually know it. <laughs> Claire Deering. Yeah, there we go. Is that Claire Deering? Claire is Deering. Her name? Yeah. I remember Cla- Owen. I, I remember Claire. I was gonna, Honestly, I was going to say Owen Shaw, and I was like, that's not it. No, I, For some reason, I remember Owen Grady. I don't know why. Oh, Grady. Anyway, I'm done talking about this. I'm angry. Uh, I want to be positive about Jurassic Park, but it's hard for me. <laughs> I want to be positive. The first I, was real good. I yeah, think the, the dinosaurs will still look great. And Laura Dern is a national treasure. Because yeah. Fallen Kingdom still had moments. Yeah. That uh, dead, uh, that hey, dead that, dinosaur. That, that her riding on that back of that T-Rex looked real to me. That was cool. It's still real to me, damn it. Uh, it was a real di- it was a real T-Rex. I know that. That's yeah. why I'm saying it. Good good on them. Like the you whole know, scene where they're trying to get the T-Rex. I'm giving them I'm giving them the credit where I can, which is, you know, they're still championing like real effects, not making these dinosaurs CGI most of the time. 
Go go that. Yeah. Please keep doing. I hope you that. have more clone children. <laughs> Look, I don't think that's necessarily a bad idea. It's executed poorly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on. I'm sorry about being so negative, guys. <laughs> no, it's just <laughs> woof. Clue. Oh, speaking of not being negative, hell yes. Uh, so Ryan Reynolds is is uh is tapped to dir- to to write the screenplay. Jason Bateman. Uh, hold on, I'm getting there. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is tapped to write the screenplay and possibly stars. No, no contract has been signed. Jason Bateman has now recently been uh has now this is the news that Jason Bateman is attached to write with Ryan Reynolds and possibly direct the film. Gotcha. Uh, they're not sure if he's going to star in the film yet. Uh, Be really interesting if he directs. This, is, just this is the obvious evolution from Game Night. Yeah, exactly, dude. So many people are saying that. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, Game Night's real good. Game guys. Night is one of the best comedies of the 21st century. My oh friends. yeah, yeah. I think we all can agree with that. Yeah. Um, um, I haven't seen it, so I can't. Well, well agree, agree anyway. Just agree. Just agree. Just do it. It wouldn't be the first time. Uh, the, the thing, <laughs> Clue. <laughs> has everyone you. here seen Clue? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's Clue's, awesome. Clue's awesome. And all w- three endings, baby. And in, in when it was released in theaters, it had different endings for different theaters. Yeah. And in the newspapers, it told you which ending it had A, B, or C, and you could go and see which one That's you wanted. That's cool. That is awesome. And if they did that again, I if they that don't. Would, that would blow my mind, and that'd be such good marketing. If they don't do that ending. Or that style of ending, I am going to be pissed. And you, you don't have to. You're not even like necessarily remaking that movie. You're just using this, the the premise of of the board game again. It's just a murder yeah. mystery. Yeah. yeah, it's like they want to do Knives Out, but with Clue. Yeah, right. Again. And like yeah. if you if you keep along the if you keep along the same track of like Ready or Not, uh, Knives Out, mm-hmm. Game Night, you can make something really cool and intriguing and interesting. Yeah. And you say Jason Bateman and Ryan Reynolds, and I'm like, oh, that's and, of uh, course. Yeah. And Ryan, when did the original Clue come out? 1982, 1981, 85, 85. I think early yeah. 80s. It, it's well, in the 80s. Yeah, it came out in the 80s. Yeah. Clue nowadays, movie if you look still at, holds up. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. Truly does. Mm-hmm. But still, Clue is one of those movies that yeah, I can go for a modern remake. Let's see how we can figure out how we can do a murder mystery. Because Clue isn't really There's, a narrative. When game. we have like freaking, when we you have cell phones, when we have these smart devices, when we have all this crazy techno- technological shit, that there, could be fun. There is always a good way to do a new whodunit. You yeah. just have to find yeah. the right way to yeah. put the characters and the story together. There's always a good way to do it. And I, I Clue, bet, Clue could be remade forever. Yeah, and yeah. I honestly bet with Knives Out getting like looking pretty good, they're like, hey, mm-hmm. we could do this. Yeah, Clue do this with Clue, our property. Clue could be the new A Star Is Born. Every generation just gets every a new generation. Remake. To be honest with you, yeah, it would make more sense. The comedy yeah. star is born. I love it. I'd, I'd It'll so never get the that. Oscar notoriety that but that does. But yeah, no. Every generation is just a new Clue movie. I'm into it. <laughs> I want to see the like the 24th century Clue. <laughs> <laughs> he was killed with a teleporter. Uh, oh my god, that. a Star Trek Clue. Yeah. Ooh. They teleported a pig right at him. <laughs> oh god. Uh, all right. So this 60 is 60 miles an hour. Uh, Sparks. This yeah. is some of the news that you wanted to bring up about Joker. Oh. Oh, I didn't want to. Okay, I just want to talk about it real quick. It was the letter. It's the letter from the 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 families from the of victims the of the shooting. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, the only reason I want to touch on it is because I think it's so. And I wanted to clarify my argument because I thought back on what I was saying on the podcast. And I realized I wasn't making myself clear. I'm not concerned that Joker is going to cause violence. I'm concerned that violence is going to happen. And somebody's going to specifically attribute it to Joker and make the argument stronger. That's my concern. I'm not concerned because I don't believe that Joker causes that. I'm I'm just nervous because it's so high profile of it's somebody a, doing that though. and feeding that argument, which is why yeah. I was so happy about this letter. Um, so the do you remember the name of the theater? Do you remember? Does I, anyone? I, the, I, Aurora. I think it's Aurora. Aurora. Yeah, it's Aurora. Yeah. The, so the Aurora Theater shooting yeah. where uh, for Dark Knight Rises mm-hmm. um, in Aurora, Colorado. Yes, uh, that. Um, 
the uh, families got together and put a letter to Warner Brothers. They said, this gave us pause. We're not asking you to pull the movie. I'm paraphrasing. We're not asking you to pull the movie. We don't want this to not be made or released or anything. We are asking that uh, because we we believe we do not believe uh, that violent films lead to violent actions. They that they, they that is what they said, and I'm like that's so that's important awesome. and powerful yeah. that they said that those families. But what they did ask, and what I think was really cool, is they're like, but we also ask that you as a studio recognize the the weight that you have in the country and maybe put some money forward to anti gun activism that's awesome and and i think that's a brilliant response yeah. yeah and i think that is the standard that should go against anything and i'm glad that it happened because that makes me feel better about like even if somebody does try to attribute joker as a reason i committed a violent act and we can look back at this like these are the families of those victims and they're saying like we know this isn't it that's that's what science says it's not yeah, this we just watched a movie today that's about <clears> nothing but like despicable people sure and like this movie's not getting talked about at all but Joker is because it's, it's high profile it's yeah. the high profile yeah that's all it is it. And it, yeah 100% it, it's a bummer it's a bummer and I mean like also the fact that like that that specific shooting did happen yeah and he said I'm the Joker like that that does like the family said, it g gives pause. Yes, but I loved their response. I think that's it's really so important. Yeah. Even uh, Warner Brothers released a response saying that uh, you know we are very aware of the kind of things yeah that yeah can yeah happen here. Uh, and yeah, and I think it's unfortunate how much the directors and like Joaquin Phoenix and everybody have had to ask questions about how it relates to that. And that is that was what I was trying to voice is just like I'm concerned about people attributing the film for that, not so much that the film causes Man, it. I, I, I kind of feel bad for Joaquin Phoenix right now because like every I, single interview, he can't just talk about the movie he made. I feel bad <laughs> for everybody. Like Warner Brothers recently mm -hmm. said that they they're not going to answer any questions at the red yeah. carpet. Like yeah. they can't because of this, and it's it's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. Because this is you know we live in a men in a mentality in our country that recently brought up video games cause violence too. Yeah. Uh, and that's. That's why I'm like, please don't, please don't cement this argument. Tucker Carlson, stupid. Uh, uh, Tucker Carlson just said marijuana is also the cause, like literally yesterday. Of course he did. So I well, guess I'm also blame violent films such as John yes. Wick or no. things like that. Yeah. I have a coworker uh, at work who's you know very, very Republican, very NRA, and he's and he said like, you know, I just don't like those those John Wick, those kind of action films because they're perpetuating the violence. And it's like that's not so. True like at all. The, the the core piece of it just being like if you are a person who is making the excuse of like violent films and violent video games cause violent actions, why don't you take a look at the families who have survived through a shooting like this, which you probably haven't if you're making this argument, yep. you jackass. And uh why don't you look at it and see that even they can acknowledge this is not the connection, the problem is not that. It's really simple. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Also I I, also I hate politics and every time he talks to me I want to kill myself. So <laughs> you know it's like just walk away. <laughs> yeah. Um People at um, there's some guys I know at work. They've actually been coming up to me, and they're 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 not their argument. They're actually more looking f more looking forward to Joker because a bunch of people are upset about it. Now, obviously, I'm not taking I'm not trying to take sides. Obviously, I want to see the the film hey, because any press it's, is, it's a, is good press. I want to see the film because it's a comic book film. It takes it looks more into the psyche of one of the most renowned and most beloved characters in all comic books. But some people are saying, "Oh yeah, the SJWs are getting all mad about it." Of course, I'm going to see it. it. Pisses them off. I also think that's the uh, wrong. Don't say SJW. I, unfortunately, I was quoting them. And I was speaking yeah. of triggering. Yeah, but I I still think that's the wrong. Uh, that's another wrong way to look at it. I'd rather sure. be a soul, social justice mage. <laughs> yeah, or social justice paladin. Or yeah. yeah, or a druid. Yeah, get a, get a wizard in there. That would be nice. That's not a my bit job. of a downer of an episode. So I didn't far. make. Uh, I didn't no, make no, no. I was yeah, just. Uh, yeah, I I get it. I yeah. I did want to. I think no. The actually, important, I, appreci I appreciate you. Saying I think that. the important yeah. value is 
that letter. Like, that's so important. They're not condemning and it's so the important movie. to right. the, to whatever debates can come up. Yes. even past Joker going forward. Yeah, that that, sure. that letter is so influential, and I'm so happy that that happened. Alex yeah. Sparks, I didn't hear about this letter. I didn't know about it, and yeah. I'm glad that you brought it up. And I'm like, oh, because the families of those victims, they're like, hey, we know that this movie's coming out. We know what happened, but that shooting like shook me. That. I, I didn't hear about it until after my view my midnight screening of Dark Knight Rises ended. Hey guys, spoiler alert, all shootings are bad. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, Everyone, yeah. every single one sucks. No, but oh, I, yeah. I mean I you know, there are there are times where you know, you get so kind of used to it after oh, yeah. all this yeah. time, but like the the one in the at the time it was less frequent, but it was still like one a year at least yeah. since I since the uh, Columbine shooting that I could remember and uh, the Aurora shooting like I didn't go to a movie for like weeks. Like I couldn't do it. I was too scared. I went yeah. to the movie that weekend. I was in a marathon, all three films, and then right after we got out, I want to say at two three a.m., looked at a phone. There was a new, there was a new story. We were at Dark Knight Rises at the midnight premiere, yes. and I had one of those kids style half face masks of yeah. Batman that I wore to that film. And then you know the day after the shooting, yeah. you couldn't do that anymore. Yep. Yep. Yeah. There was. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Yeah, let's, let's move on. on. Let's move on. Yeah. All right. It's got to be good news next, right? Untitled Robert Pattinson Batman movie, which is the official name. I don't care what anybody says. Hey man, we got Untitled the Har- Goose Game. We got the uh, Harley <laughs> Quinn and the and the whole thing. So why don't we get Untitled Batman movie? I mean, it'll be named, but like everyone's running with the Batman. It's like nobody's ever said that it's the Batman. It's got to be the Batman. I hope so. It's got to be. Anyway, it is officially called Untitled Robert Pattinson Batman movie. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, Jeffrey Wright is in talks to play Commissioner Gordon. Guys, this is inspired casting. Yeah. For real. I never thought about him, and uh, he's in Westworld right now, uh, and he's, what, he's so good. What else was he in? He's a Westworld. Felix Leiter in the James Bond movies. Yes, he is. Okay. The, yeah. the, the, the Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace ones. Gotcha. He's also the new voice of the, the Watcher. Watcher, right? Yeah. yeah, he's the voice of oh, the Watcher. Oh, Uatu, the Watcher. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Marvel's What If. Oh, sweet. From Marvel's What If, yeah. Uh this was really exciting and cool, and I'm like, cool. So uh, definitely not connected to um, the other DCU films. Nope, nope. nope. Uh, at least, well, I guess that actually doesn't mean anything. Like he could just be the. It doesn't mean anything, actually. They're not. Connected. Um, I mean, yeah, but I His mean, like they're Gordon. not trying to. They're not trying to be connected. But but what I meant specifically is like, you, if you still put Robert Pattinson's Batman next to Wonder Woman, I'm not gonna. Oh like, no, I, that's what Gal I Gadot's Wonder Wonder Woman. That's I'm not exa- gonna I just think no one's it. gonna mention anything. It's like, oh hey, what's for that, sure, Batman? For sure, for uh, sure. Yeah, exactly. Someone said that they should like. They should like relaunch completely. And I'm like, no, I kind of like what they're doing, which is trying kinda, to salvage what they can. Yeah, yeah. and kind of like, who cares? Yeah, again, just go see Marvel's the movie. recast it before too. So like, I'm it's no, right but now. like, like people, but people are like, uh, they just reboot because it's too confusing. Like, nah, if you just want to say Wonder Woman and Aquaman I, are the same, I'm I think, good. I think most specifically, Batman is the interesting one because Batman was very specifically old. Yeah, for Justice League and like keep Wonder Woman, keep Aquaman, oh, even keep the history like of establishing years. it, and then just put Robert Pattinson's Batman next to it and don't even bat an eye about it. Yeah. Just let it be. Oh, don't bat an eye? Yeah, you got me. Uh. Um, but the it, the part that really got me is I realized, oh shit, are we going to get a black Barbara Gordon? Yes, we are, yeah. baby. I really hope they don't pull a, pull a thing. Well, his her mother was white. Hey, man. They could do it. And she still could be black. Yeah. Yeah. Totally no, cool. I mean, but like, I, We've uh, seen Swamp Thing. It definitely happens. Yes. I That's mean, true. <laughs> true. <laughs> what happened to Swamp Thing? There's, There's a, a very black child of two white. mostly white people. <laughs> uh, I I hope they do, they go forward with a black uh, Barbara Gordon. I just I like I said I hope they don't like. No, the mother's white, so she's white. Yeah. And they're like, just shut up, go for gold. Yeah, just yeah. go for it all, baby. Hell go yeah, go for it all. I love it. Yeah. Um, 
It's great casting. Yes, We're, it is. Like all, all of it. Awesome. It's not not official yet. So but He's, it, somebody uh, described on Twitter like. Uh, Jeffrey Wright is the best actor to just always look really tired. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that is a very Jim Gordon thing. Like he's just like, oh man. No, no, uh, no disrespect to J.K. Simmons, but like, no. you know, he was he was never given enough meat on the role, and I, I, I think that I sometimes wonder if all of that him. working out of his wasn't even for Jim Gordon. It was just him working out. It's just him working out. Yeah. Just he was clear. He's like, was I it? Okay, out. I don't remember. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he works out. Okay, he's bulky. Um, the other thing is, uh, this is kind of a rumor, but I thought it was interesting. Jonah Hill is in, is reportedly in talks to play a villain. Calendar Man. Uh, they, the, the, because he's chubby, I guess Penguin was thrown around. He's not chubby anymore. That dude's, that dude's looking good. Yeah. Uh, I don't. He want, bounces around. I don't lot. want this. I know. Uh, I heard. I heard attached with this rumor that there's. It's all rumors, but like rumor that he wasn't necessarily pleased with the script and wanted it altered. Yeah, if he took I, the role. I, I haven't heard that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, nobody knows anything. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not anti anything at the moment. Sure. I trust Matt Reeves. That's why I'm very happy about Robert Pattinson. Yes. If he has a reason to cast Jonah Hill, I'm sure it's a good reason. I've seen enough Jonah Hill movies now to know that like he's not just like that that guy in Seth Rogen movies. Like that dude has a, a lot of range. That I he's... still don't like him. That's fine. I I the times I don't like Jonah Hill, it tends to be because of misuse, not because he's bad. Mm-hmm necessarily it's more because like just the roles he's put in i don't i either i don't care for what he's doing or i don't think he's used properly sure all right uh some more dc news but this time on the Arrowverse. uh well the arrow arrow is ending so i'm probably going to re- rename it the canary verse hey no i think they'll keep calling it the Arrowverse. yeah let me finish my bit oh i'm sorry <laughs> anyway there's a spinoff called canaries in the work yeah, season ten will have a season it, eight will have an, a backdoor pilot episode for the series. They're seeming really, really confident based on Twitter that this is going to go through. Yeah, so this would, um, so this will feature Mia Smoke, who had to be described to me, and and very importantly, like, seems like it will carry the same showrunner that's currently running. Yeah, uh, well, she's very much behind this. So Arrow, sh- Arrow showrunner Beth Schwartz mm-hmm. is writing this is writing the pi- the the show or the development alongside Mark Guggenheim, Jill Blankenship, Gigs. and uh, Oscar Balderrama. Uh, but the series will feature Mia Smoke teaming up with Laurel Lance and Dinah Drake. So, Black Siren? Yeah. Yeah, I love So her. I think this takes place in the far future. Because it has to, right? Because uh, of Mia or Smoke. Or Crisis. Which is, which is okay. It's a weird future story? I guess. Or do they bring Mia to the past in the Crisis? crisis? Yeah. Uh, based on the images of the three, it looks like they might be staying in the future, because Laurel the the Laurel Lance look yeah. is not her modern day look. Okay. Um, it looks more. They look more like what they look like for the. But isn't that like far f- future? Like they would be twenty forty nine. Yeah. They'd be old. They yeah. did that all last season. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Old makeup. Yeah. They did it. I'm saying that they looked like that. Oh, I see. That's what I'm saying. They still looked like they because were in, in these their images that we saw. They they were. They still look like their age. Yeah, there there were uh, some other images from the like. It, I don't know what way it's gonna. Yeah. You're probably right. I don't see why they would keep that 2049 story, but they also like put a whole cast of characters into that 2049 yeah. last season. So it wouldn't surprise me if it's staying they, in the future. They, um, I, it doesn't seem like they they know either. Yeah, it doesn't look like they've decided either. Might be too early. They're just like, hey, we're we're gonna do it. Yeah. I'm only not super crazy about this I, I don't I don't want to shit on the actress I don't think it's her fault I don't particularly care for the way that Mia Smoke is written sure Kate McNamara she's not she's not an interesting character to yeah. me 
That's a shame because I like that actress. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not giving her crap. I just. Uh, I thought every single bit of what what happened with her last season was like standard drama, typical yeah. writing. Like nothing interesting character wise. A very bland reactions and and again, I'm not knocking her. I, I think the writing was really bad for her. Yeah, um, shame. That's a shame. Um, Crisis on Infinite Earths had some news this week. Lots of um, good news. For example. Uh, in a move that surprised the hell out of me, Ashley Scott, who played Helena Kyle in the Birds of Prey TV series that the WB put up for only the last 13 episodes, um, is going to reprise her role in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Great Scott. Once this was announced, I, I sent it to you guys, and I was like, capital letters, everything is canon. Uh Regardless of who shows up in this, everything is canon. Yep. Because just because they couldn't get somebody from some particular project, Doesn't it's mean all it's canon now. Yep. Yeah. It, all of it. Nothing is not canon. The whole DC multiverse is canon, yeah. and that's that's crazy. When I first heard the headline "Huntress Joins," I was like, "Did they get from the Birds of Prey movie?" Yeah. I see. I first thought that too because I forgot about that old show. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I own the old show. Oh. You do? Yeah. Have you watched we, it? We technically own it because of DC no, Universe. That's true. I, I haven't watched it yet. I, I wasn't. It was. We have access to it. It's different. <laughs> I, I, By physical media people. I was intrigued because the um, the the pilot has Barbara Gordon being yeah. shot through the back by Mark Hamill Joker. Well, uh, Mark Hamill voice. I know. I know. I know. I just I'm doing shorthand. Um, so your hands are pretty big though. I know. <laughs> My dad's <laughs> fault. Dad's fault. Um, so I was kind of, so I was kind of interested in that, and I knew that it was pre-Crisis on Infinite Earths, uh, Helena uh, Huntress. So it's the daughter of Bruce Wayne and Selina Kyle as yeah, the baby. Huntress, uh, who I'm hasn't existed in main continuity in quite some Not time. Not yet. Oh, that's right, because t- the, the yeah, uh, Hypertime guys. Hypertime's real cool. Hypertime. This is nuts of that. Oh, I'm yeah. also just saying because Batman and Catwoman are together now. Mm. So I, I agree. I agree with what Ryan t- and I were discussing, which is like I don't know how they're going to do this in five episodes. Yeah, there's a lot of cool I don't, characters. I don't. This is so much. You know what? Just get Black Lightning in a, a crisis. It just and, and like that they couldn't get the kid from Krypton bums me out. Yeah, but they approached him. So I'm like, who who haven't they approached? Yeah. Honestly, like you get, how are they not going to bring somebody from the streaming service at this point? I'm I like, it, so. there's got to be somebody. And they even say Mark Guggenheim was like, there's more coming. God, bring Hawk and Dove. Just them. God, I'd bring Hawkman it. and Hawkgirl from Legends. Jeez, I would love to see them back. Bring the barista back. You know who I would like to see though? Michael Shanks. I mean, recast Hawkman. Hawkman. Bring bring back Michael. Michael <laughs> bring Shanks. back his Hawkman and the other Hawkgirl yeah. and Ryder better, and I'd be happy. Yeah. And oh my gosh, I'd be so happy. Six Me months ago, too. she was a barista. Still, mm-hmm. still no word about Justin Hartley. Yeah. We did get word about Michael Rosenbaum. That was the other bit of news. Michael Rosenbaum said they approached me without a script, without He was time. very honest. He was, yeah. very, he was very clear. He like, said, well, he, and he's like, it's important. It was important to understand the context. He was like, they called me Friday. I was in Florida with my like my sick, hospitalized father. Yeah. And they said they didn't tell me what I was doing. No shooting schedule. No, uh, basically no money. Uh, and I had to decide right on the spot. No script either. Right. And he said, pass. I bet if his if his family was in better shape, it'd probably be a different story. But he has to be yeah. his family Maybe, first. but I think he was also just bothered with the, like, I'm here and I have to decide right now. And he's like, I think I understand kind of, and, you know, I, I like these shows and we like a lot of the people that work on them, but this isn't the first crappy thing that's happened. There was the way they wrote out John Barrowman. There's whatever's happening with Brandon Routh at the end of Legends this yeah. year. Yeah. Um, y- you know, it's it's a bummer, but, like, We've known about Crisis to the point where Michael Rosenbaum a month ago was very honest with his fans and said, nobody's called me. 
I'm yep. interested, but nobody's called me. It could have just been wrong. wrong they time. waited yeah. too long. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, frankly, like everybody's known this was coming. They should have been letting these people, giving them a heads up. They can't expect them to just like they're shooting it right now, and they're like, "Hey, man, I know it's next week, but are you kidding? Like, I know this. Yeah. This is an ambitious. Crossover, what what but made you like, think you were gonna is... get Michael Rosenbaum, who's yeah. in the past been like, you gotta give me like a good reason to to put down what I'm doing to come." He this isn't Avengers Endgame. It's, he only yeah. came back to Smallville because it was ending. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah, for the fans. Yeah. Yeah. And even then he was like, I'm not going bald. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I don't blame him for like a single episode. No, not at all. I don't think he would have done it for this either. Yeah. Again, I think that they should have offered. Flash. I think if they'd called and said, if they called in advance, given him time to think about it and said, hey, we want you to actually come play The Flash, y- you know, a live action version of your animated voice, I think he'd be way more excited. Yeah. But I don't think he's that interested in coming back for the role of Lex Luthor. Certainly not when they give him this, these kind of conditions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't blame him for saying no. I would have. I would have said no if I, just, so, I, if I was in the ho- if yes. I was visiting my dad in the hospital and then they said on the spot, but they give me no details. I'm like, no. I just. Yeah. I, it's a. It's a bummer that I think like we know like it worked out. Tom Willing is saying yes, but like they didn't sign him till last week. Yeah. And uh, and that kind of gives you like, wait, why though? Yeah. Why didn't you talk to them earlier? Why? Why? How? How in fluctuation are these scripts? They must be really weird, right? <laughs> it must be really weird, right? If you're if you're not sure who you're getting in all this, uh, but they asked Cameron Cough like two months ago. You think they would have had all this like planned out? Like these are the characters we want. It's so it's so bizarre. Well, but but also you know TV shooting schedules are really time consuming. Yeah. And, uh, but they know they're making the biggest crossover. But they've talked before how difficult filming the crossovers are. So yeah. the more ambitious the crossover, probably the more difficult the filming schedule. A- absolutely. But that's all the more reason I think you'd want to know who's coming, what is the script, and nail that down in advance, not one week before you're basically shooting it, yeah. which we know they are. Yeah. Maybe they just assumed everyone would say yes because it's like, oh, it's a big crossover. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bum- it's a bummer. O- the other bit um, of, n- the other bit of news uh, is that we got a first look at... Uh, Erica Durance and Tom Welling uh, yes. on the small awesome. which looks really great Cuties. and Brandon Routh as Kingdom Come Superman he looks so good <sighs> oh my god damn he looks so freaking good guys I, I, I almost said something really dirty when I sent that text I haven't watched that movie I appreciate what you did do um, I haven't watched that movie for a while you know what? It's too funny. What, what happened is I shared that Krispy Kreme's doing Reese's Donuts, and then I shared the cat meme with heavy, bri- uh, yeah, heavy, heavy breathing, breathing intensifies. intensifies. And Brandon immediately shared the Kingdom Come Superman picture. Yep. Same heavy breathing intensifies <laughs> cat. Yep. Too good. Um, anyway. That, uh, I can't get over it, guys. Brandon Routh no. and the suit itself, the S, everything about the that suit. suit looks good. Even you can see the He looks side. good. He looks so good. Freaking gorgeous! I, that's what I was gonna yeah. say. Is I, I haven't seen Superman Returns in a minute, but I forgot how good he looks as Superman. Yeah. He looks so good as Superman. He does. Hey guys, he looks. I think he looks better like this than he does as his regular. The, the Superman. young, the young Superman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, I was like, do you know what it is? He looks so much like Christopher Reeves when he did Superman Returns, yeah. and that's uh-huh. why it works so well because that's what they were going for. Yeah. But here he looks like kind of his own distinguished Superman. Yeah. It's not quite Christopher Reeves. It's definitely there, but it's not looking like Christopher Reeves. It's his own kind of look of Superman. Uh-huh. Um, it's like for a CW, like other costumes are, are good to good like, to great. The Tyler like Hoechlin, the best costume. The maybe. Tyler Hoechlin Superman costume. I really dig that Superman design. This is weird. I, I dig it. Kingdom Come, Brandon Rouse, Superman is like, oh god, yeah, be still I, my beating heart. I really hope people start cosplaying as that character more. <laughs> oh, I, I, like, I would kill this. I love it. I, One I, of my goals. I love Brandon Routh. I love him as Superman. Uh-huh. Um, honestly, I like that. Superman Returns movie. I do. I um, do too. Me too. If if they set if they were able 
Because get Super- Kate Bosworth. Superman Returns is basically a sequel to Holy the crap. Superman oh, Returns is basically is basically the pre-crisis Superman. Yeah, like yeah. it's still the Christopher Reeve Superman who was the pre-crisis Superman. So he right. had right. weird powers and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you could throw an S. If that is still the Superman, like we could still see like weird powers coming from the Silver Age Superman, but so now dressed as Kingdom Come. I'm so happy. Hell yeah. I'm s- I I I'm all about this. You know, if you're kicking Brandon Routh off the show, at least you're giving him this. Yeah. This is yeah. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I, this makes me truly wish, like, man, I wish we gotten like two more movies with him. Me too. Yeah. Me too. God, hey, man, I, so they're, good. They're, they were trying to. I will. I will not lie. Back when I was like really getting into comics, and when I was really, when I, after I finished reading Kingdom Come, I had a headcanon of how my Justice League, like my DCU Your films, team? were. Yeah. What? My thing and Kingdom Come was the last Justice League film before like a five before a reboot. Guys, I, I wanted a Kingdom Come something with Kingdom Come in it. Well, we're getting it, and like, at least I'm getting something. And like, it's Brandon Routh's Superman, and I couldn't be happier. Like, what if what if Warner Brothers is so synergistic and and loving it right now, and just like we're just doing weird stuff, we're loving it. And this gets great response. And they're like, you know what? Let's make the Kingdom Come story with Brandon Routh as Superman. Let's just make a movie. No, like, but like, I don't know. No, it probably won't. But like, we're we're living in such a crazy weird time. It's it's nuts. Kicking Brandon Routh off of one of their shows. He's not about to get a billion dollar movie because he's about to be in a billion dollar movie. (laughs) So here's here's so here's what's so strange. If you look at the numbers and you look at the critical response to Returns, it's baffling. It didn't get a sequel. It didn't fail. It was a success, <laughs> right. both critically and financially. Like that movie should have gotten a sequel, but for some reason, Warner Brothers didn't go forward with the sequel. I mean, I, I watched an entire video, and I can't give you details, but uh, Brian Singer wanted to, and then and I think Warner Brothers was trying to fast track it, and he could. He <clears> was like, "I need more time." I yeah. could fill like ten books with Warner Brothers made weird decision about Superman moments uh, about everything. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So <laughs> yeah. Point is, this Did looks great. Did you guys great. watch the What Happens to the Death and Return of Superman? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brandon and I watched it together that oh, one yeah, time. I'm so, awesome. I'm so crazy excited for me too. So crazy excited for King, for this crossover, guys. Oh, so am I. All right, moving on from DC and on to Marvel. I like those guys. Um, I, I, we don't have to talk about this quick. I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, Thor: Metal Gods. Hell, like, I did is, see this. This is yes. righteous. Yeah. What is this? Um, this is a uh, this All is right. the beginning of uh, something awesome. Yeah. So so serial so serial the um. The people that we talked about doing the the orphan, orphan black, black. Uh, audio audio stories, which are doing audio stories for Marvel, starting with Thor, uh, Metal Gods, and the quote is: "The all new original story has Thor and Loki team up to meet with a Korean deity, Harangi, uh, and a space pirate named Captain Zaya." Uh, who has a shared history with the Asgardian god of mischief. As the brothers venture into outer space, they discover an ancient threat while confronting their own past sins. Do you know who's awesome. making it? Do you know who's making this? The screenwriter for Mandy. Oh, nice, dude! I that's insane. That Wait, is Mandy is such a good movie. So guys. what is this exactly? Is this uh? It's an audio series. It's, it's like it's so like the it's Wolverine, like the Wolverine thing. thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's but a, not a podcast. It's not a podcast. It's more. It's closer to an audio book, but it'll have a cast. Okay, so just like a longer version of that podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's like buying an old radio show, but today. Gotcha. Into it. Right. I gotcha. I'm very um, into it, especially because the guy who's writing Mandy. Same. Uh, Love it. That dude's nuts. Yes. Yeah, the next ones that are going to come out are Black Panther, Black Widow, and Jessica Jones. Hell yeah. Uh, Those all are all for cool. 2020. This one, however, will be available December 12th for the first episode. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm so excited for that. I am too. Um, I don't know if I want to read this. This is just his quote. You, yeah, don't, have re- you don't have to read it. We're okay. Okay. Uh, we got a lot of news. Very excited. Yeah, that sounds so cool. I will be listening. If you guys want to listen to that, you guys should check out the Wolverine one because it's exceptional. It's been queued up yes, for a yes. Long time. exceptional. Yes, Wolverine Long Nights, super good. I get it. 
That guy's right. Because he it. wasn't religious. That's why you take the cross, you turn it sideways. You got it. Okay. Logan. <laughs> so it's a it's kind of a bad news sandwich for Marvel. A good news sandwich for Marvel. I was gonna say bad news, good what, news. What do you mean? It's good news first, now bad news. Got it. Oh. Ghost Rider. Oh. The Hulu, oh, the damn. Hulu TV series Ghost Rider. That we've talked about a lot. Uh is Poor Gabriel Luna. Done. Yeah. Boo. He's, he's in done. Terminator. He's fine. Is he? he, he he's even the Terminator. Said. Yeah. <laughs> Let's look at the career of people who have appeared in Terminator movies. Listen, and where Chris Dana Loken from Terminator 3 is doing great. Yeah? How's Sam Worthington? <laughs> what has well, been? Le- he's did on he his just, like, fourth Netflix just, original movie. He just did a Netflix original. Did he's, he's on like his fourth but one. But did he also just fall off the map because screw it? No, he's also an Avatar, guys. He's coming back soon. Yeah, he will uh, be. Get ready for the Worthington Asana song. We're going to have four more <laughs> Worthington, Worthington movies. The Worthington Asana We're not Worthington. Oh. oh. No, stop. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, apparently creative differences have uh, been uh, have been cited. Uh, the Poor Robbie The Reyes. series is, is uh, on hold. But the other series, Hellstrom, is still on track. Did you see the, the rumors that came out around this? No, I didn't. There, there is a rumor from like a site that says this is our source, and this source has been right about things like Miss Marvel being announced at Comic Con and blah blah blah. That one of those, yeah. uh, and the rumor says that Kevin Feige asked them to kill the Ghost Rider series, so they because can, so they, they want to do something with it I, for the MCU. See, I want that. No, I know. I'm like, I, this is why I'm saying like it's a rumor, yeah, and it is coming from a person who's like been right about things before mm-hmm. but uh, i'm not saying that's necessarily what it is what i will say is that they are citing creative differences and my opinion is as sucky as it is to not get the ghostwriter series i didn't want one that wasn't going to be what they wanted it to be what we want it to be mm-hmm. and if that wasn't going to happen then i'd rather it be dead i agree here's my first controversial opinion of the podcast sure uh i never really wanted this that's fine i don't yeah. like this version of robbie reyes i prefer the one to the comics well they were going to be reinventing him yeah but uh, and I, I, really, I was really hopeful that they would reinvent him closer to the comics. But even though so the comics one is younger. Sure. Uh, he's younger. He's very intelligent. Yeah. And, he, and he's a college dropout because his parents died and he had to take care of his brother. He, uh, I, I understand that. Um, and the serial killer uncle demon thing was so cool. No, I understand it. Um, I'm all about that. I yeah. agree with you. Uh, but my other thing is that I just want a good ghostwriter something. Yeah, that's true. And if this was going to be good, even if it wasn't necessarily true to the story of Robbie Ray's in the comics, that's what I wanted. I wanted them to just go for it and make it really strong. I still think his first appearances in that season were really strong. I really I, like him in Agents. Thing, I, I think he's good. Yeah. I just think he's. they were just like, okay, Johnny Blaze, but not. But that's but that's why I was interested in, like, if, if you're doing your own series around him yeah. and you're kind of getting away from that, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying like it was absolutely going to be good, but I was interested. Yeah. Uh, but if 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 there's that much creative strife about it, then it's automatically Ghost Rider's property. Like if you can't let whoever's wanting to do it do whatever they want, even if it's not necessarily what I want to see, even if it's going to be bad, if they're not getting to do what they want, there's almost no point in doing it. Yeah. Because you got to be willing to just let them like go crazy with Ghost Rider and go for it. Yep, yep, or yep. there's no point. Yeah, I will say uh, there. I do think that there. Could be something to the Kevin Feige wanting to use Ghost Rider thing. Sure, We've, he's got Moon Knight and Blade. Once on Moon Knight and Blade were announced, I was like, "Oh, Mid that was part. Of, that was part of the Mid rumor Night too, Sons. that they were working on Blade to be part of Hulu, and he announced Blade to kill it." Interesting, because you think about it, like we don't have a release date or any more information yeah. about Blade. He just said this is happening. He wanted to kill the Hulu series, mm-hmm. uh, which I can kind of believe because I did think that the Blade announcement was a little odd, exciting but odd. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Especially because he he um, 
he even talked about it. Uh, it was asked, like, why did you decide to do Blade? He's like, because Mahershala Ali asked he wanted to do Blade. Right. <laughs> I, I can only imagine. He's like, this, uh, it's Kevin Feige. Oh, what's up, Mahershala? You want to do Blade? Yeah, hold on. Hey, who has Blade? Hulu? Cut that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, Mahershala. <laughs> hey, hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff, do you have Blade? Oh, uh, yeah, we're working on it. Cut it out. out. <laughs> I got Mahershala Ali. Stop it. Uh, part of that rumor is also that there there is another character we haven't even heard about. Um, where, werewolf Sun. Werewolf, werewolf by night. night. Werewolf, werewolf by, by night. night. That's where uh, Moon Knight originated. Uh, that he was also supposed to be part of this Hellstrom Ghostwriter thing. That show's not going to happen. This is part of that rumor yeah. because MCU. Hmm. I'm into it. I mean, it's less shows I need to watch by Jeff Loeb, more shows I need to watch by Kim Feige. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, I, I just, I hope that somebody finds a, a good ghostwriter thing to happen soon. Yeah. Um, I, I am ultimately still pro, you know, if, if something was going to, it was wrong in the creative process, I didn't need another Inhumans, especially sure. not agree. with Ghostwriter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. All right. So here, so now we're back onto the good news. We're the other side of the sandwich. Cool. Sony. And Marvel. Oh my God! What a news week! Oh, oh Jesus! That's Edit, right. Writing this episode was a nightmare. I forgot. I forgot some of the big news. I was like, "Oh, that's always been true." We did it, Mister. We got our boys <laughs> back. I teamed up to write a movie that I hope is going to be called Spider-Man: Welcome Home. Yeah, because <laughs> Spider-Man is back in the MCU. Welcome Home. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, Spider-Man's back for currently a single film, single film, and one MCU appearance. Yes. Now a whole lot of people have been running with one source of a piece of crap who read this article and took from it one final film. Mm. No. And people have been running with that, and it's like, that's nowhere in the li- final writing. Marvel one. People have been cr- going crazy over it, over it. There's nothing that's saying this is final. This is just what's contracted up to now. Yeah. Which makes sense, because this runs out Tom Holland's original contract. Yes. Yeah. So everything would have to be renewed past this. Yeah. But if this does well... Back at the table. Back at the table. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm very happy. Yeah. Uh, it did land. Uh, it got its release date announced July 16th. Uh, hold on, I have. 2021. It. July 16, 2021. Yep. Which is exactly where we were anticipating. Yeah. Yep. But I, w- I just want to say, uh, here's what 2021 looks like. Oh, guys. I know it. It's, it's four th- films, baby. It's the best year. Not just for Marvel. DC too, dude. Yeah. Okay, hold on. What's Wait, DC got in 2020? Batman and Spider-Man come out two months apart from each other. Well, so far, Batman could be pushed. Uh, now I'm happy though. <laughs> 2021 yeah. sees Shang Chi, WandaVision, oh, oh. Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness, uh-huh. Loki, Spider Man, What If, Hawkeye, Thor: Love and Thunder. That's 2021. Shit, yep. guys. That's what one year. The hell. Welcome yeah, to the MCU. To see it. That's oh, a lot. <laughs> that is so much. Just We're gonna have a lot to, to do in 2021. Just guys. Give it to me, guys. This, this oh. show will have to be renamed the Fake Nerd Marvel Podcast. <laughs> we'll have to Don't make our own YouTube me. series about it. Oh my gosh. Uh, so yeah. Uh, that, so that's that's wild. Fake CU. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Spider Man will get will get another MCU film. So hopefully they do go go back. But here's so some more things happen yes. with this. Uh, it is a reportedly a, twi- a twenty five seventy five percent split. Yep. Uh, so Disney puts in twenty five percent of the profits, which is back twenty five percent of the profits. Which is from what we understand the initial offer Disney put out. Yes. And then there was more information that was like, well, apparently Sony didn't come to the table or whatever. Yeah. Whatever happened. Yeah. And like I've like I've told the downright nerdy recently, like, here's what we only get what the studios what want they us want. to get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What they like, want us to we, see. we can only speculate uh, from uh, so a lot of these like rumors and things come from the assistance of the assistants. Like that's where a lot of this stuff comes from. We only ever hear one percent of the news or what they want us to hear. We so, are the ninety nine percent. So yeah. So so this is the uh, yeah. 
Yeah. I'm not going to say I was never worried uh, that, that I, he I, wasn't going to come back, but I, I was, was fairly confident that... Uh, no, I'm saying I, I'm not saying I was never worried. Oh, okay. I'm just... Uh, I was fairly confident that I'm like, they're not going to really let this go through. Right. There's no way. We're, 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 we were getting far too much information for it not to be part of negotiation. Someone, someone called someone's bluff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Um, so here's what Kevin Feige said. Yeah, the most interesting part. You got it, Daddy. I am thrilled that Spidey's journey in the MCU will continue. And I, did you call me Daddy? No, Kevin Feige, Daddy. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, I mean, I can. <laughs> Daddy if you want. Feige. <laughs> and I and all of us Daddy. at Marvel Studios are very excited that we get to keep working on it. On it, Spider Man is a powerful icon and hero whose story crosses all ages and audiences around the globe. True. Here's where it gets interesting. Yeah, baby. Yep. He also happens to be the only hero with the superpower to cross cinematic universes. So as Sony continues to develop their own Spideyverse, you never know what surprises the future might hold. Yeah, I heard about that part. Interesting. So, my... Mm. Yeah. Mm. This is definitely, like, very much what I believed is, like, I think what Sony's really holding out for is for them to say that their stuff is valid. Yeah. I think that was a lot of what this was really about. Is like Sony's like, look, we're we're fine to keep up the partnership, but we want all our stuff to be validated. Yeah. By the MCU, I don't think that what's going to happen. This is my guess. I don't think what's going to happen is that they're going to make everything that happens in the Sony verse now part of the MCU. No, no, I, I don't think so either. I think what will happen is we'll we'll it, down the road, not right away, get a Spider Man. Spider-Verse situation and find out there's another Spider-Man and they'll have their own different Spider-Man, not Miles Morales necessarily. I hope not. But their own different Spider-Man that is in the Venom blah blah Sony-verse. So here's but what not oh, Tom shit, Holland. That's actually awesome. But yeah. not Tom Holland. So here's what I thought. Right. And this is me thinking even I don't think Amy Pascal is a smart person. So here's me giving her a little bit more credit, uh, a little bit less credit than you give her. Um, but a little bit more than I would normally. This isn't me giving Amy Pascal credit. This is me giving Kevin Feige credit. I think what it means is Tom Holland will be in a Sony movie, either Venom 2, Morbius, Salt and Pepper. Not Morbius, Madam, I imagine. Morbius is too soon. Madam Web, Silver Sable, Black Cat, you guys did. Jackpot. That, Jackpot. Whole, that whole list of Night ridiculous Watch. BS. All these stupid movies that Sony wants to do. I think Tom Holland will show up there. Yeah. But those films won't have any ties to the MCU. And then Tom Holland will be in... At the MCU yeah. as well. He's, he's he yeah he's in he's in everything. Spider Man's lucky that way. Um, <laughs> Sony earlier earlier that day that this happened also announced they were working on a Madam Web film. Are you kidding me? <sighs> Madam Web is such a cool character, but like she doesn't need a film. That's you have to introduce her first. And they're yeah. still pushing for Sinister Six. And they're still pushing for Sinister Six. Spring see, back that's the daughter. thing is like I can't see them pushing for Sinister Six unless they get to have access to the MCU stuff. Yeah, maybe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Who knows what the f- no? Uh, so anyway, th- I I hear you. I think that's I think kind of on some logistic level, everybody gets that without directly acknowledging it. That's too confusing. Yeah, to audiences. If just like Spider Man suddenly in some of those films, and but we're not acknowledging any of the wider Marvel stuff ever, and we're not acknowledging any of that. It could, in the dude, Marvel it could stuff. be like like the Netflix shows, like they're tangentially created. Or tendentially in the universe, but you don't actually ever see stuff from the MCU. It's kind of right. just like a names mention or like the newspaper or stuff like another, that. Another yeah. another kind of offshoot. Uh, yeah, like you agents, see like oh, the, symbiote the Agents of Shield version of a yes. film universe. Yeah, no, I get it. I've thought about that too. I still, it, it it's okay. I guess my guess isn't right, but like my hope is that Tom Holland just stays specifically MCU, but he does cross over to the to the Sony verse. But there is already a different Spider Man there. 
and he's just a, a Spider-Man from another multiverse because we're already headed for multiverse stuff. Yeah, and you can keep those things separate. Then Sony has their own Spider-Man; they can just use him as much as they want to. I don't think they're gonna. They want Tom Holland though. I don't think they're gonna cast another it, white Spider-Man. But you don't have to. You can make Spider-Man anything. Spider-Verse has established that. No, that's true. It's the smarter play for them to have a Spider-Man who is their Spider-Man in their wheelhouse and be able to tie to the MCU when they want. Yeah. But but then there's no more fighting about this. We have a Spider-Man. We get to do all this stuff with these characters. You have Tom Holland. You get to do all this stuff. Occasionally, we get to intermingle. Here's the thing. At this point, we could all be right. Yeah. We could all be wrong. Right. We have no idea what's going to happen. We have no idea. This would... This is my highest hope. Yeah. yeah. Uh, John Watts is in talks to return as director. Um, Which makes sense because he already was planning good. to for b- cool. yeah. before but all this he went was weird. Before all this happened, he was <clears throat> planning on coming back. But after it was like, I don't know if I want to whatever. Kevin Feige was, there were yeah. reports Kevin Feige was like, hey, John, why don't you get the hell off there and come make a different Marvel <laughs> yeah. movie? Well, speaking of Kevin Feige, Sparks. Yeah. Kevin Feige's developing a Star Wars movie. Yes, I heard this week that that's happening. Hell yeah, baby. What does that mean exactly? I think he just, just wants to make a Star Wars movie. I think it just means that's he wants... Liter- that's what it is. Here's what... Here's what okay. Uh, this is my... Con- it's not really controversial, but this is my second kind of whatever of the of the, of the, of the podcast. The last one, I promise. Um, w- story producers like Kevin Feige, uh, outside of the MCU, have, fo- have bothered me. This is a guy who's going to tell a writer to write a script about what is in the script, and then he's going to hire a director. He's not making the movie... He's telling someone how to make the movie, but he's helping make the movie. But so, but so, but so that's what all producers do. But so he's going to tell a writer what to write. I don't know if I'm. I like Kevin Feige. I can't say for certainty that this won't be good. Uh, he loves Star Wars. I can't imagine. I'd rather let a create a writer write what they want. You know. Well, we don't know that that's the case. Sure. He Is could it? be the guy who's helping clean up some guys from Game of Thrones mess. Oh, you mean I'm just saying they could be putting him. No, I'm saying we don't know what he's attached to or why. Yeah. It do, it makes perfect sense. He's been doing well for Disney for a long time, and he's made no buts about the fact that he's a Star Wars fan. Well, he's but he's talked. So what they said is this is going to be a different project that Kathleen Kennedy is planning because she's planning so many different Star Wars projects. Sure. So he is not attached to anything already asta- already announced. He's right. attached to something different. Honestly, to me, it just sounds like. He's working on Marvel stuff, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna make an offshoot uh, movie. Do you want to be a part of it?" I mean, that's like, all it sounds. Like. This also means he had plenty of time to do Spider Man, Sony. Yes, yes <laughs> I thought that was funny that's, too. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was funny too. Let's kill that argument real quick. Yeah. Um, n- uh, yeah. What Kevin Feige it sells at, regardless of how much mileage this gets with you, is uh, picking talented writers and directors and bringing them together. If he has an idea of who could do a good Star Wars film and wants to bring those people together, because he's networked so much at this point, oh, definitely. Then I, I fully am like, yeah, cool. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. As long as he's still doing the MCU stuff, whatever. Yeah. Can't hurt Star Wars at this point. True. Um, yeah. You know, there's such a difference between Kathleen Kennedy as a producer and Kevin Feige as a producer. Kevin Feige is the kind of pro- is the story producer. He develops story. He wants he he creates story and. Uh, plans all these things and and there's never been a producer like kevin feige yeah he really. certainly he certainly guides pieces um kathleen kennedy is not she's a very old school producer she's the kind of producer who's like i don't care what the story is i don't care i don't care i want to i want you to make the movie you want to make I, I wonder if he would be making something not necessarily for theatrical but for disney plus maybe a star wars film on disney plus yeah That'd be interesting. I mean, if it's a smaller scale project, I can see him being allowed to like not only be more hands on, but also on a smaller yeah. 
timetable away from the MCU. Now, my 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 point was only to to say if this were anyone but Kevin Feige, a producer having that much story influence, we'd all look at it as like well, I don't know, you know, story, you know, like story, like uh, when movies are made by that kind of committee, they're not they don't always come out very well. So if it was anybody else stuff like by Kevin Feige, we'd probably look at it with a little bit of a pause. Yeah, but it's him, so yeah, it's true. <laughs> And not a slight of Kevin Feige. Obviously, I love the man. Right. So it's like... I think know. there's massive amounts of speculation that we can do. I think people are running with so many stories like, oh, is he leaving Marvel to go do a new Star Wars universe? I, I just I, think the dude wants to make a Star, one Star Wars movie. That's me. That's all. That's me. That's where exactly where I'm at because I've heard a lot of people being like, uh, uh, is he taking over Lucasfilm? No. Can, no, he he's not. To, of course Star not. Wars movie. Can I tell you what I think is the the coolest piece of news about this? Sure. Regardless of if it's theatrical or not. Somebody is going in to just make a single Star Wars film. Yeah. yeah, A true. single story. Not something that bridges into a trilogy or is supposed to set up something. Just like one individual slice out of the Star Wars universe. Yeah. I think that's awesome. I, I do too. That's, I why do too. I'm, that's why I'm excited, yeah. Uh, and he's not taking over Lucasfilm. Everyone shut up about that. Nope. Um, How you doing, Ben? I'm doing good. Yeah. Yeah, you ben saw needs, me almost not. Ben needs caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. I promise. Uh, the other bit of Star Wars news, real quick, is that Deborah Chow has been hired to direct the, the Untitled Obi Wan series for Disney Plus. Uh, she worked on the Mandalorian. It's really cool because she worked on the Mandalorian. She worked on the Netflix Marvel stuff. Oh, so, she did. Uh, she yeah. Uh, sweet. Yeah, she's got a good pedigree. She yeah. knows how to do. She knows how to do things. Man, the Mandalorian must be great. And they're like, dude, you want to do Obi Wan? You're killer. Hey, uh, mm, yeah, screw it. Nobody from work listens to this. Uh, Mandalorian season two is filming, guys. Awesome, and we're getting that, it that right this now. quickly already. Yeah, using the same sets. I bet. Wow. I yeah. think I think we heard a little bit of buzz about not necessarily that it was filming, but how that it was close to production. I won't say it's I won't say it's a production name, but we started getting those drives, and we're like, excuse cool. me, right? That's awesome. <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah, that's very exciting. That show is in almost a month, like more than a month away. Just about a yeah. little, a little more. It comes yeah. out like brand November twelfth. Yeah. It comes out a few days before our birthdays. It does. Star, star, I am star so. The sparks that comes out a few days before <laughs> birthdays. I forgot your November birthday too. I'm so sorry. I know you always do. It's okay. It comes out a few days, guys. It comes out a few days before our birthdays. Nice. Holy hey guys, shit! For our birthdays, get us Disney Plus. It's only five dollars. Hey. I'm fine. Hey, I I'm already sp- have it. It's the <laughs> one streaming service. Hey, he already has it. I'm splitting it with my girlfriend. I'm buying that shit. I am gonna strap myself in. I'm splitting it. I'm splitting it with my girlfriend too, Ryan. <laughs> hey, yo, man, I can afford two fifty. <laughs> yeah, but don't worry about it. <laughs> All right trailers now hell yeah oh baby. my goodness we got here guys we finally got to the trailers frozen yeah. 2 had a trailer this week yeah it did it okay really pretty does anyone else think that trailer is like really freaking cool i think, it was really I think that trailer is really freaking cool uh having, having no pun intended having the gift of the the d23 the Magi? stuff i got to see mm. um i know i know a little bit about what some of those elements from from the trailer lean to and i and i am optimistic this is going to be good much better story than the first one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love adventure stories. I'm in. Um, I will tell you, I think it's fun. It's not really spoilery. Um, there's a shot in there where Anna's talking about Elsa and Kristoff's behind her, and she's like, "I just don't understand what's going." And he's like, "Well, it's Elsa." Uh, if you look closely, he's holding a, a ring in his hand. Kristoff oh. uh, is trying very hard to propose to Anna Aww. in this film, Aww. but Elsa is kind of like more important in her mind. And he's having trouble actually getting her to recognize it. Aww. Um, so it, that's that's a part of the narrative here is like uh, this kind of 
him trying to be a factor in her life. Or I, some, didn't, uh, I didn't see the ring, but I'm l- it's I'll it's there. Um, okay. yeah. Singing siren, trying to call on Elsa. That also I wanted to touch on. So the uh, the singing siren part is actually going to be part of uh, one of Elsa's big numbers for the film. That's cool. Um, the music's it's really very good. cool. It's called uh, "Into the Unknown." Um, well, you're really going to like it. It was a fog. good song. All right. I'm, I'm really looking forward. To I'm those. looking forward to like the giant rock album. Me too. I I know nothing about how those things come about. That part, don't know. Uh, I'm super interested. Like, I know that like when I saw this trailer for the first time, I was like, this does. The first one was like, oh yeah, it's a typical Disney princess musical fair. This was like, this is an epic grand fantasy adventure, and I yeah. am in. So something that is really interesting is. Um, this has a lot to do with their parents, uh-huh. right? And, and it has a lot to do with like the, their past, and they ha- haven't been able to like learn a lot about it because their parents died. Um, Did they? Potentially. And is, this, is this a uh, uh, How to Chain Your Dragon 2 situation? Or we are not but, going but they down go, that rabbit hole. But they go into the uh, mist, and they find all these people, right? Mm-hmm. And there's Sterling K. Brown's character there, and he's for Arendelle, but they're not in Arendelle. Hmm. So, Time travel. And, and we know the dad... Had something to do with this too, so like I'm, I'm very Ooh. interested in like flashbacks, right? A place, a place that they might have had to leave. Yeah, uh, Arendelle as a as a whole community. So yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, all right. And uh, who doesn't love Olaf? Me, me. Okay, but I love <laughs> Snow Pascal. Yeah, Snow Pascal. <laughs> the little, the little I, I don't dislike Olaf. I have no feelings about yeah, Olaf. Olaf is whatever. I just feel like I enjoy the movie if he wasn't there. Megan That's feels me, like <laughs> Megan feels like Olaf is the Jar Jar of the Disney films. I'm not that far, oh. but I love this trailer until the last 15 seconds when all yeah. started talking, and I'm like, oh, there he is. Okay. And I really like Josh Gad, so it's yeah, me too. Confusing. I love Josh Gad. It's confusing. Yes. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order Guys. had a new trailer. Oh, Let me tell you, gosh. there's a guy named Charles Soule. He's a comic book <laughs> writer. He's going crazy how excited he is because a lot of his shit, is, is like multiple things from his his Darth Vader run uh, are in this. Uh, Good, he deserves game. something. Yeah. Where there is an Inquisitor, yes. Darth Vader is sure to follow. Yes, and we, we heard, heard multiple times. We heard the, the breathing. Sold on soul. Sold on soul, Sold on yeah. soul. Um, there's like a big uh, like hulking creature with tusk. Like that's another one, like like original creation of his. And he's like, I didn't know this character was in the game. Holy shit, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm really excited. I'm definitely playing this yeah. at drop. Uh, this is a it, uh, it's it's I keep saying it's like Dark Souls, but it is a like a one v one like you kind of focus on like boss battles and there's like uh, right. you're not like killing waves of enemies like it's it's a, a you're no star you fight giant, you're no star killer you fight giant alien creatures hell yeah that's what I knew but it was Dark Souls yes. giant but if monsters this, if this gives me the same thing that Rebels gave me which it looks like it might I'm so in what did Rebels give you Rebels gave me more force is lore this, mm. is this your next video game you're gonna pick up probably yeah yeah that makes sense. Uh, Rebels gave me more force lore. Uh, Rebels gave me more politics about the Repu- about the uh, the dawn of the Republic and the rise of the Empire. Uh, gave me awesome lightsaber fights with, like with Vader and the Inquisitors. Like, yo, Rebels is a video game. I'm there. It is not overall a great game, but Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith video game had some excellent lightsaber battles. Yeah, it did. You should play. Oh, you probably did all the Jedi Knight Jedi Academy games. I did. I'm gonna yeah. play them again when yeah. they come out for Those Switch, games. baby. And it's really cool that they're using the same Jedi Outcast. Jedi Outcast Two is already out. Yeah, it's up and ready to download. Yeah, I watched but the I, I, play I, of it. Uh, my Switch is upstairs. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not hard to say you want it downstairs. No, I know. <laughs> Soon. Nuts. Yeah. All I have to say. All I have to say about Jedi Order this is this. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. It comes out on my birthday, guys. That's awesome. It, yeah. tr- it drops on November 15th. A lot of November well, things happening this yeah, time. Well, yeah, it's video game season. That and Pokemon. It's like, oh my God. But which are you going to get? Death Stranding. Frack if I know. 
Can you catch them all? No. They just added more Pokemon to Pokemon Go. And I, and like, oh, I didn't even know who this guy is. It's actually cool to see Pokemon yeah. I'm not familiar yeah. with. Uh, real quick, talk about Untitled Goose Game. I didn't know it was coming out. Uh, Hell yeah, baby. I think it looks really fun. <laughs> Where you're just an asshole goose. Is that basement arcade worthy? Yeah. I it, would say I it, think is. it is. I would say it's a basement arcade worthy special maybe, or two. Maybe that's Brandon's basement arcade. Yeah. We can yeah. time it out right. That's a nice budget. Brandon that's comes a nice over budget game, yeah. and he plays I some Untitled on a, Goose. I might be on a future basement arcade already. You maybe. just might yeah. be. Yeah. It's a possibility. Um, the possibilities are But endless. I mean, this would be the one we watch you play. Yeah. Oh. I want to see you be an asshole goose. That's going to be hilarious. Quack, quack. Uh, the li- I'll show you my asshole goose. Oh, you <laughs> named yours? What? No. <laughs> Mine's Maverick. <laughs> we should be friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> this just turned that's some Top Gun humor right there. <laughs> Speak to me, goose. <laughs> oh, God. Talk to me, goose. <laughs> I can't go anymore. <laughs> the Last of Us Part 2 had a trailer. Oh, boy, let's get sad. Oh, this looks so sad. And the release date. Thank God. February 21st, yes. 2020. So many people were just up at, or no, not up in arms, jumping for joy at the finally getting that damn release date. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's like Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. But better. Yeah. Honestly. La- Last of Us is, because yeah. um, this release date will stick. Shit, that's true, Doc. Oh, uh, oh got him! I know how it's much... It's been months and I got him! You, you like hurt. that game. Why do you hurt me so? <laughs> it came out in January. Why do you, you hurt me so? You've had nine months. I've already beat it, shit. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the DLC uh, to come out. Last of Us is one of the greatest games of all time. I think it has the greatest video game ending of all time. I also echo Ryan's uh, assessment. I truly think it's the best video game experience I've ever had. Yeah. It's I a can't. hard game to replay because it is emotionally... Dis- it, is, it is tough. It's like The Walking Dead at its height, better than that. Like, yeah. truly depressing shit that, like, hard. makes... No, Walking Dead was really good at a time. Last of Us is Logan as a video game. Oh, you're right. Yeah, totally. If you, lo- oh. if you like the emotional impact of Logan, it's Last of Us is actually, that. Actually, there's a lot. In- you're right. That's I so know. much in common. Oh, I've thought about it. Damn. I wonder there's if James there's a future video essay that draws the parallel. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. good thing it's coming out for free on PlayStation Plus next yeah. month, so um, guess what I'm going to be downloading? That is not a basement arcade game. Uh, no, Because no, that no, game is no. real sad. <laughs> I would actually, I would say no, because I wanted to play this game at no. my own pace. You have to experience this. Yeah, yeah, I need to experience it myself. Uh, I one of the only video games that make me cry multiple times. Whoa, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, dude, no, I'm, it's seriously one of the greatest games ever made. Okay. That's why when people announced that the sequel, or when they announced that sequel was going to happen, a lot of people were like, but do we need it? Right. Because that game's literally perfect. And I then was you one saw of them. it, and you're like, yes, we need it. I was yeah. one of them. <laughs> yeah. Once stuff started finally coming out, I'm like, okay, no, I'm in. Yeah. Did they I'm kill in. the girl, the other girl? In this trailer, in this trailer, it so it, I think it's a misdirect. Yeah. I think it's because I, I they feel would... it's implied because one of the one of the gamer YouTubers I follow, Super Butterbuns, she sure. was talking about how they, she didn't want to see or how she was like, oh, "Great, you killed Ellie's girlfriend." So here's the thing: uh, Naughty Dog is one of the greatest video game developers of all time. They would not reveal the twist of this game in right. the trailer. Uh, my, not the twist. My immediate it's, it's a revenge story. They're not going to show what the revenge is in this my, trailer. My immediate hypothesis is that I. I can believe that Ellie thinks she did yeah. get shot, but not that she didn't actually. Because we didn't actually see it happen. Right. Naughty Dog, again, th- mm-hmm. they are story masters. Like, they're not going to reveal, like, that major plot point in yeah. this. I'm not trailer. worried. And we didn't see, yeah. and we did, and we just heard a gunshot and Ellie yelling no, so yes. we don't know anything. For all we know, like, it, it could be Joel end up dying, and, like, all of this is a complete different order, and mm-hmm. they're just messing with us. Because right. they're not going to want to reveal this, and, like, this is all about the story. Like, the gameplay is great, but, like, that game is truly, like, Sensational. And Ryan, like you said, Naughty Dog knows what they're doing. So yeah. 
If at Last of Us Part One was one of the best I'm games ever made, so so happy that they made the choice for you to play Ellie in this game. Of course, oh my Joel's gosh. old and dying. No, probably. but that was the whole thing when like they first announced Last of Us Part Two. I'm like, I don't know, guys. And there's a time jump because it was still the idea of like, do I need to go back and play Joel more? Yeah. Damn no, I Ellie. don't. But I can play Ellie. It's nice. So excited. Ryan, you and I are the only two who saw this, I believe. El Camino. Oh yes. The, tra- the full trailer for El Camino was released. Yes, Looks baby. Very good. Yeah, uh, I'm just it's again it's something like did we did we really need this? But the entire team's back. Um, see, I, seeing certain characters again, I'm like, oh wow, it's cool to see them again. I, I, I honestly feel like, you know, maybe we didn't, but that series you don't know what happens to Jesse. Yeah, there is a story there. Yeah, um, and again, Vince Gilligan is like is a fantastic creator, and like I don't think he would make this unless he had a really good. Now I haven't idea. seen Better Call Saul. Have you? I haven't finished it. I've watched one season. Okay. Good. One season, like one episode. Good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People. Some people like it more because it's kind of a different show. Yeah. Um, but it is quality. I've been meaning to watch it, but yeah, I'm super stoked for this. I love Breaking Bad. Hell yeah. Totally in. Um, and that's are all. You, uh, sorry, you jumped off Last of Us faster than I thought you would. Um, are you gonna dive into Last of Us eventually? Eventually. Yeah. Okay. I do plan on it. Okay. Th- do you have PlayStation Plus? Plus, Brandon? No, but I think I might own The Last of Us. Okay. I, and I, all of us own it too. Yeah. So. Yeah, so, I own yeah. it. Yeah, um, I'm, doing, I'm doing a replay through with Megan for I, it. So. I will eventually. This own game it. look it, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, I dude, just for real! Oh, God, like, it looks so good. Part two looks, yeah, beautiful. My you have God. a trailer. Okay. Uh, so El Camino, first Netflix trailer, second Netflix trailer, The Irishman. Hi, hi, This bad. is <laughs> this is Martin Scorsese's new film. Hell yeah, coming back to gangster films. Uh, De Niro, Pacino, Pesci. The class, you know, Facchino, <laughs> Marino. Uh, this looks real good. Yeah, dude. Um, I I this time this time this trailer I couldn't tell who was de and who wasn't. Um, I thought it was that good. I could still tell is, with Joe Pesci. Oh, Joe Pesci, yeah. Joe Pesci is is, is he's around the same age as them, but he is aged considerably more. <laughs> there's like there's like an opacity level on him that's hard to get around. Yeah. He looks melted. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he is like eighty something. Yeah. Um, I but De Niro, I De Niro and Pacino specifically, I think look yeah. really yeah. good. Yeah, especially Pacino, he looks great on yeah. a level where I'm like. Can't we just let Joe Pesci be old? <laughs> I don't know. It well, feels it feels like maybe we didn't need to de-age him. Well, the thing is, it just takes place over decades. So like we're gonna we we even see out here like we see him like when he's really old and then when he's a little bit younger. So like yeah, it this takes place over decades. Yeah, we see Robert De Niro in World War Two or like or Vietnam. No, uh, I get it with everybody else. I'm yeah. just like I, I feel like. He, it, it it clearly is a bit of a challenge for for like Joe Pesci's appearance, just because yeah. like that dude has a lot of age on his face. Like yeah. it's just really hard to get around. Um, and I but I, if you like, de age one, you got to de age them all. Well, I mean, I, like again, like I go just go back to like maybe maybe found a way to just keep Joe Pesci in like his old age and not have to de age his character. Maybe but, Martin Scorsese just wanted to spend like three hundred million dollars on this movie. Maybe he <laughs> did. <laughs> maybe he did. Maybe. But I I think other than him, the de aging looks real good. Yeah, I think uh, the movie looks good. looks better than. The first trailer. Yeah, I they, agree there with are that. some of those same shots, and they look better. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah the story. Ray Romano. Hoffman. I love Ray Romano. <laughs> yeah, he looks I'm, great in this. I'm glad to see him back. I'm glad he's going to be a part of uh, it. Uh, game night guy, security guy, Jesse. Yes, Clements. he's there yeah. too. Yeah, yeah I, anytime I he shows cl- up, I clocked him too. I'm Happy. like, yes. Uh, Pacino has a, has a good line as uh, Jimmy Hoffa. He's like, with, with a gun, you rush him. With a knife, you run away. Yeah, I was like, that's get funny. it. Gun, charge, knife, run. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm really excited. Yeah, me too. Uh. This would make you keyed up to us a, a little late. War yeah. of the Worlds. Yeah, it's just a, a quick little teaser Getting for a, a BBC series. Yeah, um, a period piece. Yeah, yeah. a World War One esque or era uh, period piece about War of the Worlds. Uh, has got a lot of like famous Which, uh, British actors. Late 1800s. 
Does it? Well, because the book is late 1800s. Oh, uh, okay. I love the design of yeah, the yeah. Uh, tripods. Tripods? Yeah. yeah. Um, they're very much in the, like, a modern take on the old aesthetic of what, what like, old illustrations of those have yeah. looked like, rather than going for, like, no offense to it, like what Steven Spielberg did yeah. with the tripods. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and I, I, I like it. I really like that, again, because it's, like, it's old school. It's, like, there's a dude just standing at a podium, like, there's nothing to fear. Don't you worry. They're <laughs> shooting a cannon shooting at it, and they have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Uh, Rob, yeah, Brandon, you mentioned Robert Carlyle's in there. I Robert Carlyle, love Robert Carlyle. So do yeah. I. There's a bunch of uh, famous British people from a lot of shows that I've seen on the BBC. <laughs> Robert Carlyle was my pick for Doctor Who before they picked Peter Cabaldi. Mm. I still love him yeah. at, in Rumpel. That's awesome. The show may not be good, but I loved him as Rumpelstiltskin. Mm. Yeah, me too. I also really liked him in Stargate Universe. Yes. I, I watched one episode of that show. Part of me, I watched two seasons of that show. wants to rewatch Aragon just for his performances. Dirt Don't out. rewatch Aragon. You Don't. hate it. There's so many movies you haven't seen Stop yet. Stop doing then. that. I know. <laughs> I said part of me, just for him, not for everything. That's else. all the news. Just YouTube, just YouTube. Commentary. That's the news. That's all. Oh shit. <laughs> That's all the news. All right. Wait, commentary on what? Aragon. Uh, bottom, uh, bottom of the list. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> topic time. Hey, don't adjust your dial. We're going to talk about a movie, but most of you probably haven't seen yep. or even heard of. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, we, talked mean, about the we, we talked about it recently, but it's still a low-profile yeah. movie. Low-profile. I can't movie. find anything about it on the internet. We it's are so doing a movie called Villains. Yes. Uh, we did talk about the trailer. We are going to split this up from spoilers and non-spoilers. So right now we're going to talk non-spoilers. Non-spoilers. First time we've ever done. We this. are trying to sell you on this movie. If you haven't seen it, you get that. So you will. You, you, we are going to try to make you want to see it. We're going to spend a little it. bit of time, and then we're going to spoil it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, just real quick, uh, this is a film that uh, the rough plot, if you've watched the trailer or remember when we talked about it, it's um, starring Bill Skarsgård and Micah Monroe. They are two people who rob a gas station, and yep. then they wind up at this, I'm not going to say how necessarily, but they wind up at this uh, nice house in the middle of the woods. and The people they, there may not be... They break in trying to uh, facilitate their escape better. And while they're there, they find out that the house they've broken into might actually be hosted by people who m- are worse than them. Yeah. Villains, if you will. Uh, yeah, played by Jeffrey Donovan and Kira Sedgwick. Yeah. Uh, so I think we all really like this movie, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, really God, like yes. Uh, September has been a banger month for movies, guys. Let me tell you. For me, like I saw Ad Astra last week, and uh-huh. then I saw Villains, and these two movies are like, like so good. Yeah. Like, it's been a, such a good September, and uh, this is like... Probably the best dark comedy, and we've had some a couple good ones yes. this year. This is I like this better than Ready or Not personally. This movie is funny. Yeah, if oh, you yeah, like movies funny. like Ready or Not or uh, like like a Sam Raimi esque like like dark comedy approach, like uh, it's really twisted but really funny, and it, it plays on it rides the line of emotion between comedy and horror very very well. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a uh, I I think of it as like a very fun size little film. Um, it's shorter than an hour and thirty minutes. Hell yeah! Uh, you could just pop it on. It's tight and just watch it. So like uh, even if you don't manage to, it might not even be playing near you. If you don't manage to get to see this in theaters, the moment it hits like VOD or anything, get, consider it. Get on it. Yeah, Give it a de- watch. You definitely you will not be upset. You definitely don't have to go through this like it chapter two. That's an uh, that's two hours and forty five minutes. You also have to see the first one. Yeah, you also that's like that's a slog. It's an undertaking. Yeah, this one one and done. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Don't do what we did. Watch both Blade Runners back to back. Hell yeah, I enjoyed that. <laughs> Woof. That's my <laughs> life. I actually I enjoyed that too. I Talk about have. a slog. I would am, I would mind doing that again, but that we're going off topic here. Uh, Vill- villains, Vill- however, yeah, villain. this film, uh, it's like Spark says, less than ninety minutes. It's tight. It's concise. Great performances across all the board. Terrific. Around. Uh, well, 
what was his name? Jeffrey Donovan. Jeffrey Donovan. I love him with his southern accent. Yeah. yeah. His accent Jeffrey Donovan, was... for those of you who don't know, is from Burn Notice. I've Anything else? Second season of Fargo. Okay. Um, he was in the Angelina Jolie film Changeling. Oh, that's oh, right. that was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he's got a very spotted career. Like, there's more than that. He's got a very spotted uh, set of appearances, but he's always good. He he was he, Burn Notice was the thing I watched religiously. Yeah, I love that show. Uh, Bill Skarsgård is of course Pennywise yeah. from the current yeah. films. He's and, also in Castle Rock. Yes, and Malika Monroe is from It Follows and The Guests. Two great horror movies. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just really quickly like you know I miss seeing Jeffrey Donovan on screen because yeah, I don't me too. I, I don't see him. Like rather, so it's, really I haven't seen. He's anything. not utilized. Enough, I haven't seen anything frankly. he's done. So I, like for me, I'm like, why isn't this guy? You, a you should shirt? really watch. Far, I haven't seen uh, Fargo. Yeah, yeah you I like that show. Uh, so season two is him playing opposite Patrick Wilson. Yeah, I, I, I know. Yeah, I got to get to it eventually. Right, yeah. a lot of shows. Uh, Kira Sedgwick also. Kira Sedgwick also fantastic. As, uh, kind of almost unhinged. Uh, uh, not almost. No, but like she's trying. She. She's hiding her unhingedness, but you can see it in her eyes. Like I just want to say, say her eye performance, yes. spot on. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's almost like sometimes she's lucid and sometimes she isn't. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Real good. Man, uh, oh, we'll talk about it spoilers. Never mind. There's a, yeah, gr- yeah. There's a really great uh, moment that reminded me of The Last of Us. A, a key thing, just, you know, uh, Ben, you got anything else you want to say in non-spoilers? Uh, no, this movie is, oh, man. It definitely takes twists and turns that you like, that it gets you engaged. It's a like, lot of fun. Like, I really love the premise of Ready or Not. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, it got especially me. how weird that movie gets at the end. Yeah, especially with how crazy that movie gets. But with uh, villains, this movie straps you in. And at first, it's like, oh, this is just like a simple robbery of a gas station. But then ev- it's like Murphy's robbery Law. Robbery is super funny, too. Yeah, it is. The, but, go ahead, but, then. But the Murphy's Law just kicks into high gear, and everything that goes wrong goes wrong. All the like, obviously, no, this is not like no spoilers, but everything that you can imagine is like, oh my god, they're gonna make it out. Something happens, and it's like, nope, you're back to square one. Have fun getting oh, out I know of this. The, mess. I know, I know exactly the, the part you're thinking. Uh-huh. The, the opening sets the tone like so perfectly. Yeah. Like in the first literally two minutes of the movie, you know exactly what kind of movie you're getting. Yeah. And yeah. we were already laughing. And you, know, right. and you knew exactly who Alexander Skarsgård and, and Bill. 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 Bill Skarsgård. Uh, and, and I forgot her name. Micah, Micah Monroe. Monroe. Micah Monroe. You get exactly what their motivation is. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. You know what also I love about this movie? Don't you freaking look at us! <laughs> <laughs> Besides that. But they know, didn't say freaking. No, they didn't. You know what I love about this movie? The cast being so small. Sure, I love this there, tight there cra- this tight cast. This just a few is it tight crap. No, this is like a micro budget <laughs> movie. Go on, yeah. This tight cast, you can count all the cast members on one hand essentially, and it's just every single one of them. Even the cop who shows up for a split second has a great role. Yeah, even yeah. the girl who does who don't say anything no, more. Don't no, get yeah, crazy, yeah. Ben. No, no more spoilers. Just. That movie, this movie's great. Guys, this movie's great. Yeah. Uh, uh, for real, like one of the best of the year. It's it's super small release. Like we had to go out of our way to see it in a yeah. way. Right. So like, please go but support it. we liked it, it a we, lot. I loved it. Yeah, I, I loved it I too. loved it. Uh, all right. So heading into spoilers, folks. Yes, spoilers now. All right, this will be time-coded. So full spoilers, full spoilers. ahead. All spoilers. Yeah. And wow, when Cthulhu showed up, I was you, so uh, effort. Now, if, you, if you're still not sold on it and you think that spoilers will help you, you're welcome. Cool. Yeah. If you have seen it and you want us want and you want to talk about spoilers, welcome. welcome. If you saw it, please hit us up. Please. About this oh movie. God, yeah. This We'd movie, love to talk about it with it's you. It's not even on the top twenty movies uh, uh, of the week of the week of like the box office. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not even a top twenty. So uh, nobody saw this movie. Uh, no. ju- I want to jump I mean, right off with uh, what, what, what Ben. 
I want to jump right off with what Ben was saying, which is uh, the the fact that this is such a small cast allows them to flesh out these characters so much. Mm-hmm. The little like things you get to explore with them, especially with Maika and Bill Skarsgård's characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the little car wash thing that they that do. is yeah. so yeah. That's uh, so precious. Uh, so which, like, oh, you're invested. Like when they said, like when they said, when she said, "You need a car wash." I'm like, what the f is a I was car? Like, what kind it, of sex move is a yeah, car yeah, wash? Right? But it was a, before this. She is. Trying to sleep. Oh with yeah, him while he's driving. Well, she, no, any she's t- blowing him. Yeah. 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 Anytime like he yeah. like he does something cool, she's just like in bone mode. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like that's that's I that's really cool. But also that's I love, love how she. Love. Yeah. But I also love how they have these cute little. Um, these like moments, these things that are special to them, like the car wash thing. I was like, I don't get. It. She just drapes. She he lays down. She sit, she goes on top of him. I'm thinking, oh no, we're going to like sexy town stuff that I'm not expecting to see. But no, so she just. Brushes her hair across his face like a car wash. You one. know what they are? You what? know what they are? They're bad guys. Yeah. But yeah. they're not bad, bad guys. guys. Yes. <laughs> oh, Zangy for Wrecking Ralph. Yeah. You are a bad guy, like, but you are not a for bad guy. Re- but yeah. for real though, they're they're not so they rob they rob places at gunpoint, but yes. like yeah. they real they on the scale of the right evil, thing. they're not kidnapping people, murdering <laughs> people. Yeah. They're not deranged murderers. <laughs> yeah. Right. They're they're kind of what do you expect from someone who would rob a gas station? Yeah, for the yeah. Most they're part. young and they're and they're kind of lost. They're trying yeah. to get to Florida and open a a, a, sh- a seashell <laughs> stand. <laughs> my, honestly, my only like my only complaint is I I kind of I got so invested in the relationship between the two of them. I wanted to know how they met. Oh yeah. I don't know how you organically could have fit that in, but you I wanted know? to know like what brought these two souls I don't think together. It's really important. Yeah. I'm not saying it's important. Yeah. I'm saying I wanted to know oh, okay. because that's how invested I got. Yeah. I'm I'm not saying it's a detriment okay, to the good, film. Good. Okay. It's something that I found myself desiring because I like them so much. Yeah. I'm like I want to know cuz we do get backstory on her, mm-hmm. but not really anything on him, which is fine. It just makes me go where where did this oh, happen? I wanted them to to go further into her backstory. What happened after the zero ran out? Yeah. I, I think it's okay. just left. I yeah. think it's okay that Did this movie leaves sister? questions. She because there's sister? a big question throughout this film that they didn't answer. And I'm like, that's okay. Which is, what the hell was with the couple that they filmed on the camera? They were just. They, I bet you that's the I, family that. Oh, I think the that had the yeah. daughter for yeah. sure. Yeah. I want to sure, say that I mean, was like, the girl. That was the daughter's parents. Yeah. But like, there's a sense of sadism about that because because you could have just kidnapped a girl. You didn't have to capture and kill the parents. But they're also, they're they're murderers. No, I know, but I'm well, not, going th- further into into that. Like what I really, what I found really interesting is that they are both existentially insane. Oh yeah. Like Jeffrey Donovan says, nothing else exists but us. Yeah, right. Else is yeah. Everyone else is cardboard. Yeah. And that's so fascinating. They're the real personification yeah. of what people are like. Joker and Harley, such a great romance. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. oh no. Yeah. They're those types of people. They are. That's Joker yeah. and Harley retired in the countryside. It oh, is. And they can't is. escape their evil. And, and so and so having Jeffrey Donovan, like you saw it in the picture, like this was a fast time I was in my dad's house and the dad's dead. But I think yeah. in some ways uh, Jeffrey Donovan is Harley. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Kira Sedgwick's the Joker. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, and he, I and, just and it's like Joker's like lost it even more in his old age. And uh, <laughs> Harley's just trying to keep him happy. Yeah, even, even. He says it. He says it. I just want you to be happy. Yeah. And like he, I guess, I guess it is true. He was being merciful by not killing the, the do- girl. The girl. Because yeah, because she wanted she, her gone. Yeah. As in dead. And it, it. So do you believe that he was sad when he was going downstairs? He's like, sweetheart. 100%. I think he had a weird sense of attachment yeah. to her. I, I, There's a sense of, I think, for him. Like that he got the daughter. That, that, like, uh, yeah, and that also he doesn't want to kill without 
it being necessary. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's no point to that, which is again why I'm so fascinated by the couple. Yeah. Because I'm like, there's there's no reason to specifically have to kill Dude, them. All the, that's drawn. Something uh, I noticed and I might be reaching on straws, but all the female characters have a related past with, with family members like uh-huh. leaving and stuff. Yes. Like Kira Cedric's mom died of cancer. The yes. little girl uh was kidnapped. Uh the main character girl, her family left. They all have that kind of trauma, but they all deal with it in different ways. Yes. I think that's very interesting. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, I was picking up on that when she Hell was telling yeah, that story about depth. I love depth at the dinner table. Yeah, I love that. Uh, oh. Jeffrey Donovan the is, second my, she is started so talk- good. The second she started talking about her mom at the dinner table, I'm thinking, oh no, because this was after the doll the doll drops. That's the Last of Us moment. Yeah, I was talking about. So like she like when we realize, oh, she's talking about like Ethan is the doll that broke that she got from her mom. There's a moment in Last of Us with a character named David. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about with Alex? Yes, yes. Man, I was like, oh my god, this is so Last of Us. I love it so much. Yes, it's so yes, good. yes. Yes, yes. I love this movie. Uh, yeah. No, the the whole sequence. God, it, the whole movie's so good. Um, when Jeffrey Donovan and Kira Sedgwick first appear, and Jeffrey Donovan's pulling the very much like because he doesn't know. That they've seen the basement yet. Yeah, he's yeah. just like he's in sales. He's mode. trying to res- he's always trying to resolve the situation as simply as possible, which is why I'm saying like he's very much kill only when necessary. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, and they reveal that they already know, and he's like, oh, oh, well, now boy. this is complicated. And what, and what you see is you see that shift in his eyes. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Well, this is a different situation. Yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah, and and God, when he's selling the like idea to them, like you can take the car. Maybe we wait a little longer to call the police. Yeah. You take the girl, gonna be inclined to call a lot faster. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? And this I- is the chance I'm giving you, and you should take it. And you could tell, like I, I'm like, damn, Bill, get on this. Yeah, he's. I'm not. There's so much malice. I'm not gonna lie. When he was first selling about, just take the car, leave the girl, and we'll just for, and we may forget to call, or he'll we'll wait to call the police while you're long gone. I was like. Okay, if I was in his situation, I'd take that deal. Absolutely. I would be like... But it's... It, and Bill would. Yeah. But he looks at Maika. Yeah. And Maika is like, no. Jules. 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 Yeah. yeah. Jules. Julia. Mickey and Jules. Yeah. Uh, Mickey and she, Jules and George one. and... Gloria. 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 Because she's the one who's like, we can't leave the, the, girl. the girl. We just can't. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a there's a moment in that scene like after after like he gives a sales speech and then Bill like says like no f you guys you have a girl chained up there's a really small moment and again I think it's true that uh, that George does love that little girl where where he's like it's more complicated than that and like yeah. it, it, like he almost starts like tear up just like a second he's like yes. you are not gonna take this daughter away from me. And yeah. I'm like, man, this because, is messed. This is so messed he up. He can't produce children yeah. for his wife. Yep. So he went out to find a child. Yeah. For and his wife. Even and she doesn't want it. Yeah. And then but he's nice enough not to kill her after no. a kidnapping. And then she tries to get it on with Mickey because she's like is she trying to get pregnant by yeah. him? Yes. She was yeah. trying to get pregnant I, by him. I think this is very because much you, sorry, you you hear him say is like, you don't know if you can anymore. Mm. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's messed She's up. like, no, I can. Yeah, that's the a levels whole... of depravity in this whole movie is like. There's it's awesome. so many levels to yeah. this yeah, film. Yeah, I love it. Just peel away. Even, yes. I just love when he, even when they first get, they first break inside the house, and Mickey's looking through trying to find the car keys, and he just tosses the video camera and turns on. You see the the snuff film of the fa- of the parents tied up and about mm-hmm. to, and then the knife comes out. I'm like, <laughs> that's oh, that's the part shit. that provides the biggest question to me is because nothing about them as we follow them throughout the film hints to the kind of sadism where they'd film it. That's, he, do, that's he does the say, level. I can hide a body better than anyone, which yes, means no. he's done it before. No, I get it. But it also, like, again, like, I go back to that, like, it never feels like it's something that he does out of, without necessity. When you, when you film that's it. That's why the, it's so interesting. I do understand, like, when you film, 
you almost get a sense of well, you would get pleasure out of seeing yep. it again, right? But we don't ever get a sense that he that he has that pleasure is derived from you know killing. What? It could be for the wife, because except remember, for that except for that sequence where he's like, nothing better than the sound of a man trying not yeah. to scream. Yeah, I I I yeah. completely like guys. Once you start like once murder and kidnapping are involved, like videotaping it is not any level worse or better. It's still like I completely could buy that these guys will do anything and crazy. Yeah. like th- that's not far fetched to me at all. And no, you know I'm what? not. I'm not saying it's far fetched. I'm saying there's there's an aspect to the characters. I I. I'm not saying like a, even that's a flaw of the film that there that there's a big question about like what level of what are they because the perspective kind of can become without that video camera the perspective is just we kidnapped a girl mm-hmm. and we killed people before but like y- y- there's no specific ties of like Gloria does all for that. me th- Gloria, I didn't have any problems Gloria do, Gloria does kind of imply I, again like not saying it's a problem no, saying no, no. it's a curiosity I'm saying I'm like I didn't have that curiosity I mean sure Gloria does imply that when when she's asking him to go back on the road that they had almost a killing spree when it's like we can be it like like it was again. Like we, we know they back on the road. killed her dad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So ba- so perhaps like you I, know, would s- I would I would took a picture of a dead body. That's kind of like a camera, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. I I would say it's mostly Gloria's thing. Like if Gloria, because like uh, when uh, George is saying is like whatever you want, it Gloria will be yours. Gloria is for sure the more unhinged. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So like on a scale of one to ten, like Gloria can go from like a one to a ten at any moment, where yeah. he's kind of just always at like a seven. Yeah. yeah. Right. He's like I can d- I can kill any time. He can hinge but to it. She a, can go like nuts. He can hinge to an eight every once in a while, but Gloria, it's there's no in between. Oh, uh, and when when he was yelling at her, and then they had that cute little moment, I'm like, yeah. oh, like I don't yeah. sympathize with them, but this is a good moment between them. Yeah. There, the, you you can tell the, what the film does well is you can feel the love even as twisted between both couples. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like they're the the attachment to each they other, found, the willingness to do so much uh, that George other. has for Gloria, Gloria has for Ooh, George. Pulling out that tongue, that tongue. yes, oh, the tongue piercing. Yeah, so romantic. All of us just going, oh man. Okay. Ryan was so cringy. Yeah, yeah I heard him that. say he could watch my it. septum piercing, and I'm like, I can handle gunshots, m- murder, all this stuff, but like that, like. That's a little too the real. The idea of someone like Ripping putting a mouth up out? to your nose and pulling out your piercing oh. with their teeth. Nah, I'm cool, dog. <laughs> uh, oh, God. What was I going to say? Oh, one of the things I loved, because we did see the trailer before we saw this movie. Mm-hmm. Not today, but we saw it a few weeks ago, was the little girl, the um, sweetie pie. Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, when Bill Scarzer goes to her to try to get her, she bites him. And that was my cue in the trailer that, okay, this whole family is effed in the head. This I, whole family yeah. is messed I up. I thought for a second that she was going to be in on it with Yeah. Me. Yeah, me too. Sure. But I love... Like the story that she was really her daughter. Yeah. Does check out. I Because when she, when they show up and they and she's... Even when Gloria's first holding that baby, I'm thinking, there is not a real human being in that. I in thought it was going to be something weird, too. <laughs> there is something messed up here. There is something Oh, yeah. Creepy. I... I, I but I didn't think it was gonna be a doll. I didn't. Think I it thought was it was gonna, gonna be like a pig. Or I thought sure it's gonna be something. Real. I, I was always prepared, but I'm glad it didn't. But I was always. Prepared I want to say this is gonna go nuts. Or something. Yeah. I want to say because of uh, um, Ready or Not, I was ready for some really weird shit. There was a second when when they get drugged where their voices change, but it's before we know they were drugged. So I was like, oh no, is this like a weird demonic thing? Because Kira's yeah. voice uh-huh, goes like, uh-huh. oh, ho, ho. and I'm like, yeah. oh, it's drugs. Yeah, hardcore right, drugs. Right, right, right. <laughs> Oh, cocaine man. saves the day, y'all. Oh yeah. lord! Cocaine oh my gosh! Day. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. What a movie! But I love the twist, or co- not, when not you're, a twist. when you're like impacted by a drug overdose, more drugs. Yeah. Oh man, well, a when, bunch of downers. You need uppers. when Jeffrey Donovan was about to let Bill Skarsgård go, and then the and then <sighs> that, uh, the girl's like, "Don't let, don't kill him, don't like, kill oh, him." Oh no! And that's the look of 
F. <laughs> and yeah. then Jeffrey yeah. Jeffrey's like, well, that was a close one. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the things I was saying. That was one of the things I was saying in my in my quote unquote non spoiler thing is that he was about to go. He was this close to being free. Sure. He was. He literally had a foot out the door, so and good. then Jules came and mucked it all up because she doesn't want her husband, her her boyfriend, to die. No, she loves him so I much. mean, obviously. That oh, I like their I like their little parallels. I love you. I knows. Yeah, that they both do it to each other. Yes, uh-huh. yes. So cute. And just just the his look, just phenomenal acting across the damn board. Yeah, yeah. I, I so effing good. Uh, the parallel of how George tells Gloria like everything else is cardboard, nothing else is real but us. But and and Jules never says that with Mickey. But she shows him that whenever she blocks out the world with her yeah. hair, oh yeah, she makes the only thing real them. Yep. Yeah. yeah, in that moment, and I think that's really cool. I no, love that. I want to say, I want to say, they're, like, they're basically the same relationship interpreted in two different lenses. I yeah. I love the characters so much. You get you get a real sense of who these characters are, mm-hmm. and you you get so so much from them in so little time. Uh, so much so that man, I felt really sad that Bill Skarsgård had to die. Me too. I was. Hoping, like, but I, it was I, I so. It was a beautiful moment. It was like, a beautiful moment. Looks, I really wanted him to. I was like, no, just get to Florida. Get to yeah, Florida. It's like the second you just like both of you drive through the door. Yeah, I'm just saying. He just also could have ducked and still went. That's what I was gonna say. He could have ducked for dramatic. Like he I love the moment. Have but I'm like, ducked. You didn't have to kill him. Jeffrey Donovan's a crack shot. He is a crack shot. You're right. Still could have ducked. And they the set, makeup on Jeffrey. Oh, it was from the car. Oh yeah. You know what they said? They set it up. I'm actually. And on that sense, I'm glad that that he did die because they did set up the fact that Jeffrey Donovan doesn't miss mm-hmm. that he misses yeah. on purpose. Yeah, yeah. So like the fact that if he had missed, I'd be like, well, wait. You uh, set this up earlier. You set this up yeah. earlier. Yeah. So so it does make sense that he wouldn't miss. I will that, say that the moment. the mo- like the moment right before he dies when they have that moment didn't really make me super sad. It's after when she goes back to do the waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> and he's oh. dead. I'm the just like, wash. Yeah. oh shit. Yeah, the, 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 the car wash and she looks at him and it uh, does the I love you and on her and then on yeah. him as he's dead. When yeah. when he gets um when Bill gets punched and like it does like the like the camera stuff. As he's going down, yeah, yeah. and Is the water stuff him. from the end of the movie. Where where she's like where it's like a zoom in on her face is that from the end of the movie when there's the camera stuff? No, no, I don't think so, think so because her hair's kind of done up differently. I think that's okay. just like a a good memory because we don't see the beach. Okay, you know, I just wasn't sure if like, you no, know, no, I get you. It's like a weird. Flash no, we forward. don't. I don't. I think it's just a dream day of like a good day for them. Gotcha. Like, kind oh, of thing imagery is... that he's seeing while we're hearing Gloria and George talk about their stuff. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Um. Yeah. Like oh, this is a good day in Florida. Man, talk about the weird mommy daddy stuff of Gloria. Oh, jeez, oh. Louise! It's like it's like super funny but super uncomfortable because like Bill has to pretend. I keep calling him Bill. What's his? What's the character's name? Uh, George. Mickey. 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 Oh, Mickey. Uh, he has to like, yeah, mommy, I want you to touch me. <laughs> I'm like, jeez, man, oh. this is this is nuts. Made me so uncomfortable. Here. Yeah, that, a picture Jules for to get a heart on. That whole that's, that's scene. some good uh, yeah. uh, visual stuff too, yeah. man. But that whole scene when she was started to do the. When she was putting the glove, I'm like, "Is this some like creepy BDSM the thing?" The second that she put the glove on, the wig is what got me. I'm like, uh, "Oh man, I'm ready for anything." Dominant, <laughs> there's some dominant, and then she has like an old cowgirl striptease going on. I'm like, yeah. "What the frack?" She's we're so lucky she doesn't have a kid. Yeah, uh, well, she's Ethan. she is. Uh, th- there's very much like the essence of the house. Like uh, Mickey draws attention to it with the TV and everything. Like Jeffrey yeah. Donovan's character has kind of time locked. George has time locked this home yeah. for her to an older sensibility. Yeah. Because like she still pictures like everything 
as if she was much younger. And they, they yeah. almost like dress like like it's like a 1950s like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, lifestyle. Like we're going to pretend. It, they're, they're WandaVision. Yeah. yeah. And then when uh, when Bill's t- uh, when uh, Mickey says, that TV is old. Yeah. You guys are some into some creepy shit. The, here. Only, the only new thing they seem to have is the car. Yeah. yeah. Everything else is older. It's a nice car. It is a nice car. Yeah. yeah. I, I like this movie a lot. I do too, man. So do I. There were a lot of uh, uh, good little, just all kinds of little moments throughout. Um, everybody, everybody's incredible. Like when in Mickey it. finally apologizes to, to Sweetie Pie, and he's like, I, even though I winked, I am sorry and for again, all the things And again, paralleling, paralleling, because they put him on one knee, and at the same time, George is on one knee to Gloria. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of like these are the kind of the same people but in different ways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really like that like a lot. this is how they turn into those people. Like like they start this wicked crime spree and it just gets worse and worse and worse. Yeah, instead of yeah, just going like they, just like they could be and it's all about like just them. Yeah, uh, but they kind of wind up away from it. Yeah, I was yeah. also really scared about Glory just going completely. Bat shit crazy oh, going on yeah. uh, on um, Jules and and Sweetie Pie. I also love uh, like stop calling her Sweetie Pie. I don't amazing. know her name. That's she her doesn't name. have a name. It's amazing how much you. It's true. She doesn't. We don't get a name. I know, but like Sweetie Pie is weird. Sweetie Pie is who we got. Well, a it reference. is weird, but I'm sorry. That's the little, uh, the little girl. There's right. there's a uh, Sweetie Pie. Uh, there is a uh, amount of uh, awesome like character moments with when they break into the house and they're just going around and they they don't give. Oh, I, wanted to mention, I wanted to mention the cereal bit where she just stales, tosses it, <laughs> uh, and they and they rip the paper from the book and they do the drugs and it's like we need a creativity boost. Yeah, come can siphon the gas. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I I really like the when Jeffrey Donovan is dead. So cool, blows through the back yep. of the head. Yeah, uh, that um, Gloria doesn't doesn't. She doesn't even recognize she, that he's dead. She's like, oh, what? Okay, we'll lay down here for a second. She like loses it. Yeah. yeah. Did they have a second car? I guess. That's what I wondered. Yeah. Because they come back home, but they had the keys to that car, yeah. but that car was there. They're rich. I, I, Maybe I, they went for yeah. a walk. Maybe. That's true. Wait, are you talking about... Yeah, no, did they, they just walk through the woods? They didn't use a car, right? In the beginning, no, when in the they beginning come back. of the movie, when the fam- when George and Gloria come back, they had the keys to the car with them, mm. but the car was in the garage. I don't remember. No. Yeah. They must have gone for a while. This movie sucks now. No, I'm not saying that. No, I, just, I, I, I don't you know. know. Maybe that. Yeah, I'm. It, it doesn't walk. ruin the film at all. Um, yeah, uh, I I also love just the way that that Jules and Mickey work because like you you have the moment where you cut to like the first time we see them after he's been handcuffed next to her downstairs and it's just like I'm just saying the economy the economics are sound. You collect the shells, it's full profit. Yeah. Yeah, but what do we call like that? They're in this situation, but they're talking through their their plan. Yeah. To kind of keep themselves together. Yeah. It's it's so good. Uh, should we rate it? Oh God! Ooh. Real quick, the moment when the cop comes oh, and he yeah. can't shut the door. The lawyer like, from Netflix. And Marvel. you have all the tension of Jeffrey it. Donovan's face when yeah. he sees that the gr- that the kid the kids are gone. Yes, <laughs> he's so like, good. The- <laughs> yeah, because he looks the gun away. He's like, what? What happened? <laughs> where? Where are they? God. And she's like, like mouthing with the gun. I put it back. Yeah. And she's like mouthing awkwardly that. poses over the bullet yeah. hole. <laughs> she's like mouthing the gym. They're in the gym. <laughs> Jeffrey Donovan has incredible moments in yeah, this. He really? does. Like, yeah, he does. Like I know he's not like the same character, but if he's like half as charismatic on burn notice, I'm like I like this guy a lot enough to like give him a chance. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You can't miss out. It's him and Bruce Campbell, and it's done by Matt Nix, who did The Gifted. <sighs> yeah, is, is the and first unlike season the burn notice is just as good throughout. Okay. It doesn't get bad. Okay, at cool. a Certain season. I was about to say it maybe goes a little long. Okay. I'll say that. Yeah, I think it, I think it, it doesn't it doesn't drop in quality. It's just like 
damn guys can we get to the end of this fucking plot i'll just watch far how many how many ladders are we going up now absolutely uh Uh, i have it like cool pick it up grab it check it out hell yeah all right let's rate it final thoughts rating uh, I like this movie a lot. Uh, uh, I, it's I love a good dark comedy. You know, something that rides line between like truly disgusting and like makes you makes you laugh. Uh, I'd give it a nine. I love it. Oh yeah, I definitely give this a nine. I one of my favorite lines is when they're all t- scenes is when they're tied up before the dare gets served, and Jules is like, "So you gonna kill us?" Or <laughs> oh yeah, that's so good. George, you didn't, Dr- tell, you didn't tell them. <laughs> I just wanted to make them squirm. We're not gonna kill you. <laughs> Surprise! We're gonna kill Where you. Where are you, Def? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. Oh my god! Just this whole movie. This is an indie film that I I want people to go see. Oh, yeah. This uh, is so good. After uh, after uh, Mickey gets shot and gets brought downstairs, what did you do to him? I shot it. Can you see? <laughs> like, so what, are you gr- blind? What are you I blind? Shot him. Yeah, so many Just good all, lines. There's so many great lines. So many. When he tries to feed them and they both have oh, the stuff in their the hangar hangar door. Door. He's like, open the hangar door. All right, how about you? Come on, here you go. Oh, <laughs> be real I'm going to give you a nice piece of broccoli. <laughs> oh. Everything in this movie you is... You can either eat her cooking or your, your, your fingers. Like, Man. the only thing I could say that we didn't need was the scene of the tow truck in the car. I, I can only... No, that's like, just a show no, that they're, like, yeah. truly stuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I appreciate that. And it, it yeah. cues up the cops. Oh, yep. yeah. Because, like, well, they found the car. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Never mind. But still, this movie's great. Ten, nine out of ten. Go see it. Sparks. Uh, nine point five. Uh, I I have very little I can even think of that this movie needed to make it any better. Hell yeah. Uh, it's it's yeah. practically flawless. Yeah. Yeah. As I, far I, as like a, a, what this film is supposed to be, fantastic. Yep. Yeah, I think about nine. That ending credit sequence is nuts. Sorry. Oh yeah. <laughs> great is. punk. Uh, yeah, I think nine point five as well. Yeah. So oh yeah, baby. Great movie. Yeah, really great. All right, should we get into a book club? Nah, let's just go home. Okay. <laughs> Hey, welcome to the Fake Nerd Comic Book Store. Can I help you find anything today? Yeah, hi. Um, Do you have any books? Can you be more specific? Um, anything readable? Surprise, we're doing the book club. Oh! Because you said we're going Is home. Is it a surprise? Oh. No, because you said we're going home. Yeah. We, well, we are home. <laughs> I'm not home. Far I'm, from home. I'm not. So both things are true. But I'm All close. right. I'm close so to home. It's my book club this week. I chose Dark Knight, A True Batman Story by Paul Dini and Eduardo Riso. Um he's doing the he's doing the lines and the colors, which I think helps a lot because I thought the art in this was incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, oh, it's yeah. a it, uh, it's very it's a very real story, so uh, yeah. having a like this kind of style works really well. And the style is he uses a kind of real style. Like he uses a very um almost like a not watercolors, almost like color pencil style. Yeah, I was gonna say watercolor. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. it's when it's um, when it's like real people and like real parts of the story, and then when it starts to get darker, you see his like more harsh lines. And all the all like the Batman characters are kind of a little more cartoony. Sometimes. It's like yeah. the kind of it's like the kind of art you see when like they they're putting out like a coming soon architecture yeah. thing, and you see the art style of the people walking around the place. It's very oh. much in that, the, but a little more detailed. The only thing, uh, I would have, I think I would have probably liked better. Is if the the Batman characters that show up were designed like their animated series counterparts? Mm, yeah, I thought that would have been an extra layer to add on. That would have been yeah, nice. Yeah, uh, I, I do. Yeah, I don't think it takes away anything, but I, I think you might be right. Yeah. I like that there, m- many of them, their appearances are never consistent. That's we true. We see the Joker, and the Joker because it is it, always his changing. Because it's yeah. you know 
the Joker has multiple ver- visual mm-hmm. interpretations when you're that steeped in it. Yeah. Uh, you know, most of these characters usually appear in multiple forms. I think the only one, like even Batman himself, is not always looking the same. Yeah. At yeah. one point, he eventually looks like Michael Keaton. Did you like the uh, Sandman episode they pitched for Batman? The Holy series? shit, dude! Yeah. That is like that would have been the best Batman I episode. Had never heard of that before. I haven't either. But that be like, that that I can see why that didn't get made at that time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's awesome, for sure. Man. Oh yeah. So basically, so it's, it's basically in a way Batman contemplating like the Batman animated series co- contemplating the idea of suicide. Yeah. yeah, that's all. That's what it is, yeah. and it's like, dang, I understand why that didn't happen. Yeah. So, so we should we should explain what this book is. Sure. We haven't yet. It is it is uh, the true story of Paul Dini's mugging. It's an autobiographical comic book. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. Yeah. It's a true story of Paul Dini's mugging, and he talks about how uh, working on Batman the animated series uh, almost helped him through it. Man, I didn't. And the like, characters of Batman and Joker and Poison Ivy. I knew, Ivy. I knew what this book was about, but I, I had no idea it was so personal. Yeah. And like, and like, it, like mm. talking about it's, like it's his, honest. his like mm-hmm. his cutting and his like and his alcoholism. When and, like, it got to the cutting, boy, that oh, Lord, yeah. When it got something. to the cutting, yeah. Specifically wow. that the day after, like the same night as the Emmys that he yeah. won, like that's yeah. that he was like, I cut myself with the Emmy. Yeah. Yeah. That is. And I, I read that shit. I was like, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was honestly when I was reading this, I was because obviously the mugging was the mugging was like the catalyst for the story. Yeah. But when he it got to um that that girl he had a thing for, and she pretty much le- and du- and stu- st- stands him up for something completely else. While he wins that Emmy, and he's cutting himself with the, the trophy. I'm thinking, what? Wait, is, like, did I, this actually happen? I really feel for him because he's like, what didn't she see in me? As he's cutting parts that he didn't, he doesn't like about himself. Yeah, and like I totally relate to something Same. like that. Like yeah, it, it really hit me. Definitely. Yep. Uh, and so when, like, I didn't realize how much I would relate to the story. Yeah. I when I when I read it. Did. Yeah. And I, I, it really enhanced it when he's talking to Vivian, and the and the his thing is like, are, so are you seeing anyone? And you just feel his heart break. Like, oh, oh, I thought we were exclusive. Oh no! Other. I when yeah. he when she got to she looked at me. She's like, "So are, are you seeing one?" And I'm like, "Ooh, I've been there before. Or, that is not fun." Or Dwayne McDuffie's a little bit when he comes up and but when he's leaving the office after his mugging, and Dwayne McDuffie says, "Were they black?" Yeah. 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 Damn. Sorry. And he shakes his hand, and yeah. I was like, yeah. "Wow, wait, th- Dwayne McDuffie, man, was top notch." Yeah. I love seeing Alan Burnett and Bruce. Dude, it's Tim. really cool just seeing like day to day operations of like it's seen. It's almost like boring because it's just like yeah. business. Meetings. It's like yeah, you got to write that Joker scene. It's yeah. like I, it's really cool. I I, I, I sorry, real quick yeah. on the black thing. I just wanted to say like I, I think it's really important and I appreciate. You know, I can't even imagine like being in the situation and w- the details you pick up on. But that he doesn't just say yes. Yeah. He says one of them was. I don't know about the other one. I barely got a look at him. He yeah. got behind me. Yeah. And he doesn't just one, paint that that like he had to be. That yeah. other one, uh, if you go back, is steeped in more shadow than the other one. Right. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you can't get. He didn't see any features. Right. And I, I think that's. I think that's really cool that like he didn't just go. Yep. Two black guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a. It's yeah. a minor thing, but yeah, I think no, it's an yeah. important thing. It is yeah. important. Definitely. Thing. And the fact that it was Dwayne McDuffie is equal as important. Cause he oh, was, absolutely. Because like Jesus, guys. he's a champion. Um. Yeah. Well, uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, and this was going around like he needed to write Batman. Uh, Mask of the Phantasm. Mm-hmm. Just called Batman Mask. Just called Batman Mask. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're doing a Batman love story. It's like, we never get to do a love story on, on, the, sh- on the show, so let's do the movie. Yeah. Like, uh, wow. And it was really sad to see, like, at the time, like, 
I can't write Batman because I don't believe in Batman. Yeah. yeah. And like that is like He talks about it like why weren't you? And that's there? something like honestly, that's why I love superheroes so much, because like I see how dark the world is and I, I look up at the comic books and I'm like, like if these people can be great, then why can't I be great? And in, sure. in the face of adversity and also, stuff. And I'm like, this shit's really happening to no, people. I man. love how when he's in the hospital, his sister comes to visit him. She's like, Oh man, you must have so much new material for Batman now. He's like the, when I needed him the most, he wasn't there. Yeah. yeah. How it, can I write Batman? It, How? It was really, it's really interesting seeing Batman's like, you could have done this, you could have done this, you could have done this. That was so good. And then Joker coming in and saying, yeah, or you could just lay around and, and do nothing. It's like the two bits of his... It's it's his, his angel and his demon almost, yeah. yeah. Scarecrow oh. in the, oh, God. In the, the doctor's Arca- office. Oh, I knew you'd show up eventually with yeah, fear. With yeah, with the when he said he had a fear of needles, and then it was, uh, of course, the... Now I finally figure out. Now we know where because I always thought the Arkham's uh, uh, Arkham Asylum design for Scarecrow was the scariest version of Scarecrow, with especially with the the needles. fear gas needles. Uh, and then when he showed up with the needle hands, I'm like, oh, now yeah. I get it. I, and Paul Dini obviously wrote Arkham Asylum and yeah. Arkham City. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Did he write Arkham Knight or no? He didn't write Arkham Knight. Okay. I think no. he like helped, but he definitely was not like he's not the guy like he was in yeah. the games. No, he didn't write the script. Yeah. Um, okay. And yeah, yeah it probably should have. <laughs> <laughs> I like Arkham Knight. It's not better oh, no, than no, those no, two I, other games. I like Ar- yeah. I like Arkham Knight as well, but <laughs> I have to say, City is Chef Gifts. Yeah. Um, Sorry, yeah. Ryan, I've been seeing that from you lately. No, I know you have. It's okay. Like uh, this, this book was so visceral. For real, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. Honest, like you, you know, so Ryan, you mentioned honest. Like I yeah. did not expect it to be as honest as it was. In many ways, it's very hard to have a, a critiquing kind of discussion because it's it's someone's personal life and yeah. account. Yeah. This isn't a piece of fiction that we're allowed. Uh, in some elements, it is like when he's engaging in his imagination with the villains and things like. But that's that. what but makes that's what makes this book. Better than just an auto. He, he, oh, of course. He yeah, could just wrote a, a book. A, yeah, but it, he's like he's conflicted with his own thoughts about the characters that he writes. It's almost Batman's it, telling him how to be a better person. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's almost like when um when Super Gods came out and it was a Grant Morrison autobiography that turned into a history of comic books. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like what what you do, buddy? Yeah. Do you um, have that book? Uh, yeah. I I don't even know exactly the point I'm trying to make when I say this. I, it's certainly not a critique on Paul Dini when I say this, but there's an amount of um. I think we're all our worst critic, especially in hindsight. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. an amount of like oh, yeah. putting himself so far down that I'm not saying like, oh, I, I'm sure like a lot of this was very true for him. I'm saying personally his accounts of himself. I'm like, maybe it just feels like he's so hard on himself. And I'm like, I'm not saying it's even inaccurate. I'm just saying like it's 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 hard even to do things like this because yeah. you are your cruelest critic of yourself yeah. in hindsight. Yeah. And I, I especially love how they how they did the art when he's in school, how he's oh, yeah. how he's drawn uh, in negative space. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was really interesting. Um, uh, two things that hit me the hardest in this book. The first one it wasn't very was is oh, like and a then blink he gets and more colored it. as he gets to as he gets home. Yeah, but one of them was a blink and a miss it part. It was it was just two panels where he was talking about his childhood, how he show, would show his parents his writing and his stories, and then his parents would get upset and mad at him for how disenfranchised he was with his schoolwork. Yeah, that I mean that hasn't happened to me in a way that happened to me with my own dad, where I was he would be yes do your creative thing, but got you got and then when I was when I was trying to, I cannot yeah. tell you how many times yeah. my parents said why does your why why can't you retain school like you retain yeah whatever this is yeah so, so that that hit me hard but the, another thing that hit me really hard was near the end when him and his sister were at the record store and a gentleman comes up and says, do you work for Warner Brothers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, he's like, oh yeah, well I do Batman but I've, I've worked on Tiny Toons and he's like, oh man, I, and he was tell, talk, telling it, telling like his wife loved it and stuff, His right? wife who's in the hospital who's getting cured or getting treated for cancer 
loved the Tiny Toons, and they're like, hey, uh, thank you for working on that stuff. And then and sister, as, yeah. as they were leaving, she, the sister says, and you say it's not worth it. Yeah. That line yeah. it doesn't me. mean That doesn't mean anything to anybody, right? Is it that it's not worth it, or is that that, that it doesn't mean no, anything? No, no, it, it, I think she says, like, and you said it wasn't I'm worth asking, it. it's oh. sitting in front of you, like, what is oh, the line in that you're moment? Right, I can look at it. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever, whatever she says... So yeah, she says something like obviously, he, obviously, yeah. like it is the the uh, probably the most impactful moment. Takes a Lazarus too. Yeah, I was gonna bring that Lazarus up. Bat. Yeah, I got, That's I got awesome. a scene right here. Hold on, real quick. Uh, Batman's like, you should go to the hospital, and he's like, thanks, but I used the Lazarus pit. Yeah, I know there's no Lazarus pit in the Batcave, but tonight there is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the reason why I want to talk about it is, as I said earlier in the show, I had a really, really bad day on Friday. Good luck to you guys, uh, because because the guy's wife has cancer, and mm-hmm. he says, uh, and the sister says, and you said it didn't matter. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. That's really that's so good. That, that's good stuff. That part right there, just the interaction with him. If Vivian only wants him for Steven Spielberg, oh, uh, that bitch. But that part hit me really hard because, like I said, I had a really bad day on Friday. I had a bad week, and Friday was just a bad. I needed to read that because it made me think of all the interactions this show has made with other people. Yep. Like that's that night I was talking to uh Robert uh Robert Galvin of the Gombo G spot. The day before I was talking to, to Michael Carlos of Downright Nerdy. All the people even today talking with my mom and my sister, they're saying, I'm so proud that you got this panel for LA Comic Con. They could not be happier. We have a panel for LA Comic Con? Oh shush, you, <laughs> oh, you didn't hear the news? Uh I I as I was reading it, I thought it was very serendipitous that this hap- that we were doing this book club on a week where both of you wound up with rejections. Yeah. For your <laughs> creative works. Yeah. Because um, this is in in it's a in a lot it's a it's not necessarily a, a message uh, vessel for for like all these specific things, but it is in, in many ways Paul Dini just trying to to uh, get out an idea of like y- you know yes encouraging you to pursue your creative avenues and everything, but also to recognize like. E- you know where you have to be your own champion, mm-hmm. yeah. where you mm-hmm. have to stand up for yourself and recognize, you know, when you have to overcome your own, uh, get out of your own way. I think it's yeah. Baldini's biggest thing in this is a get out of your own way. Yeah, because yeah. um, he wouldn't he wouldn't go back to writing Batman masks because he was in his own way. And even way. before yeah. that, he'd make all these excuses for why he wouldn't engage in other things. Like that, yeah. that's what he's very, you know. Uh, <clears throat> knocking himself over is like you know you go home and you you do this yeah. you know you'd push people away for this you'd pursue these things that you knew were nothing yeah. for this yeah 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 because you you cared more about how it looked oh we get to see uh we get to, we get to see Arlene who's the uh-huh. uh, inspiration for Harley Quinn mm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yes I thought that was cool yeah because they were really good friends mm-hmm. yes yes it's happy to see that yeah and it's and really cool and it's cool because you know the, this mugging happened in like 1993 or something, right? Something it's like, like that, yeah. and like he talks like, yeah, 25 years later, you know, I'm married, I'm happy, you know, I write video games, I write, TV yeah. shows, uh, and it's like, um, uh, you'll get there in the end. He <laughs> talks about it as like, you know, sometimes I sometimes I go months without thinking about it. Sometimes it's all I can think about. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, sometimes I remember like trauma. Yeah. I can go months without ever thinking about it, and then I'll have days where I remember every single detail. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a. Uh, I'm not going to go too far into it. I have a, a friend who she was uh, mugged at gunpoint, and she's talked to Do about I know this person. Uh, probably in passing. Okay. Um, but uh, she's you know been pretty open about like her struggles with like that's a trauma you just don't walk away from, and I, I think this book translates a lot of that really well to the point where I'm actually going to contact her, and uh, I don't know how big of a Batman fan she is, but I'm going to be like, I think maybe. Maybe you want to check this out. Yeah, I um, think I still think you can get a lot out of it without actually being a Batman. I think, I think oh so yeah. too. I just want to find that. Like, I don't. I 
she's not the kind of person who's a friend with me because of nerd stuff. Yeah. So I got to find like my avenue of like, hey, you know, uh, where where in the spectrum of comics do you yeah. fall? How often do you pick this stuff up? Do you know the actor Christian Bale? Well, he was in a motion picture series called <laughs> The Batman <laughs> Movies. Yeah, yeah. I have a book uh, for you. Uh, yeah, I, I uh, again, like, I, I find it hard to critique uh, this I- in many ways, yeah. but especially because all of us seem to have have. Uh, resonated with it, yeah. so yeah. so viscerally. I think there's there's aspects of this that can touch to to anybody's yeah. just human yeah. experience of like I don't I don't know a single person who doesn't at some point look at themselves and be disappointed in some amount of their behavior oh, either yeah. in the oh, past yeah. or present. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I I mean like in that sense it kind of speaks to all of us whether it's like you know him knocking himself for the alcoholism or the uh, jaded way he'd engage with coworkers or the pursuit of relationships that he knew were meaningless and fickle and he just did for the outward appearance mm-hmm. or for the way he. Self-bashed his own appearance and what he was to himself, or for just dealing with the trauma and depression of its own. Yeah, like there's so many different avenues that he's able to kind of try drive down and touch into. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he weaves the narrative very well as he goes through it, like uh, the way that things from the past will come up when they do. And I like um, uh, uh, there's a part where he's like, "All right, guys, I know you really want to hear all about how the Batman animated series was created. <laughs> this is not that book. I'm sorry. Yeah, right, let's yeah, get yeah. sad." He even says, "Like." That's another book. Yeah. There's a whole book that can be written about that series. This yeah. is not what this is. Yeah. And I'm actually a proud of, I'm not proud of you, Paul. Well, I'm I'm glad that it, it, he sets the record straight right off the bat. It's not one of those things where halfway through you realize, "Oh, this isn't about the anime series. Why did I pick this up? I want to read about the anime series." Straight up, he's like, "This is not about that." Of course it comes up because that was a big part of his life, but this is the story of the mugging and the aftermath of said mugging. Yeah. Yeah, I like this book a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very good. All right, should we get out of here? Uh, what about the book club of, next week? One of my favorite pieces is also when he says, uh, this is a little thing that I uh, kept an idea from Batman Beyond about yeah. the Joker. Oh, yeah. And he puts him into a cave where yeah. uh, he'd know the Joker was there. Oh, yeah, Just yeah. throw him food sometimes, which you could always hear him laughing. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that's how he shut out that like the joker as a representation of the like not necessarily i even think the the negative mindset but a representation of the encouragement to embrace his dark side his his, uh, not even his dark side but his his uh self uh loathing and his self destruction uh, self-destruction yeah because he'd be like you know you can sit here with all these things it's 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 more enticing than than going to the negative side it's like uh do this because you deserve it Mm -hmm. you deserve to just be here whether it's the like you deserve to be shit on or it's you deserve to enjoy this thing uh that that was the voice that the joker represented yeah, nice. yeah. all right let's get out of here sparks your book club next week no idea no all right well super duper i um, will tell you it will be spooky guys okay real quick i'm so excited for whatever my next book club is going to be because i've been listening to a lot of great marvel podcasts and there's a lot of great what if books i'm not going to say there's a book where wolverine becomes lord of the vampires <laughs> I've seen that book. Oh my god, guys! I'm just saying, I'm so excited for Spooky uh, October. Baby. I, I will tell you that it's absolutely spooky. Hell yeah, okay. spooky! I just haven't decided which spooky. All right, next week is Joker. We're gonna review the the movie Joker. <laughs> I will not be here. Negative. Correct. You will be out of town. I will be out of town. So that's uh, sad to miss. Sad to miss it. Um, also, guys, our panel. You heard it up top. You've heard it all all this episode. We got a panel coming to LA Comic Con. Very exciting. Yes. Um. So we have a YouTube page uh, where you can find Fake Nerds Watch, which is doing the Dark Crystal. Hell yeah! First episode last week. New Basement Arcade out. New Basement Arcade for Sonic Mania still going. Super Lots different. of Basement Arcade coming. Yeah. Oh yeah. There may or may not be some spooky. Get some spooky. Get, get your ready. Some spooky arcades. 
It's spooky. Uh, you can also find these episodes there on. Did you put? Are you gonna put a phone number? Just gonna check again. <laughs> I don't even remember what we're talking about. <laughs> Real quick, Ben, you you did the spooky thing. Uh, she left that. She left the studio. Uh, and the game she was working on. Oh no, so, she uh, did. Well, I think she was just done with her work, but she's no no longer part of that game. No. So she's gonna do something else. Okay. Uh, can so we still? S- no, no. You so can you can find it. all. You can find a bunch of episodes that we record on our YouTube page as well. Uh, we are a Funko affiliate. Use promo code SHOP10 for 10% off your purchase by clicking the link in the description. Also They're making a Funko movie. I hope you guys are ready for it. Wait, also, what? We've yeah. known this for a long time. Yeah. Oh. It's, co- uh, it's coming soon. <laughs> our YouTube page will also be linked in the description. Hell yeah. Um, and I'm linking your conflict G-Spot appearance in the description. Sweet. Uh, I was in the comments of that video. He was. <laughs> you were, right? We have a Patreon if you'd like to support us. We have a Patreon. We got, one t- we got two tiers, a $5 tier and a $25 tier. $5 tier gets you a bunch of cool stuff. $25 tier gets you all that stuff and a ship in a bottle. Ship in the harbor. I might bring a ship in a bottle to LA Comic Con. I haven't decided. Don't to. say things you can't promise, Brent. You said he might. <laughs> all right, cool. I'm not promising shit. Okay. Um, there are a lot of mites over here. Yeah. Uh, None of them all. <laughs> you can find us on... T- we also have a Tee Public where we got a bunch of cool shirts. Um, you can fi- we can find Basement Arcade, Fickner Podcast, uh, Mithelaneous, uh, Don't Be a Dick... Our Fake Nerds 8-Bit shirt. Heck yeah. All cool stuff. All cool stuff. All links in the description. Thank you to, everyone, thank you to everyone who listens. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you to Jeremy Bellucci. Yeah, Jeremy. For our intro and outro and segment intros. Um, you can find him at Instagram, uh, on Instagram at Jeremy Bellucci Keyboards. Uh, you can find a show, Suburban Proctologist, on iTunes and Facebook.com slash Suburban Proctologist Official and Insta- Instagram at Subproc Podcast. Which she doesn't really use that much, but support him anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find Mike Matola, who's going to be on our panel. Yep. And he's the designer of our of our Miscellaneous and Fake Nerd podcast logo. You can find him at Mike Matola. guys at gmail.com. If you'd like to get in touch with us personally, I skipped ahead. Fake Nerd, <laughs> Fake Nerd podcast at uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, Fake guys at gmail.com. I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Sparks, where are you? Uh, I'm at Sparks Witty on Instagram. S P A R K Z Witty only. How many followers do you have on Instagram? What Sparks? you you did this to you yourself? Did this yourself. How pro- many you got? I I will probably soon also be on Twitter, but I'm not <laughs> the, I'm not currently at the moment on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> ben, you can find me on the internet at BenMega27 on Instagram and Twitter. And once again, you can find me writing for OldSchoolGamerMagazine.com. This week's article is a little late, but it will be up either tonight or Monday. Just say it. If you get it up by Monday, I'll put it in the description. Yeah, I'll try to put it up by Monday. I do know what I'm writing, so that's if, the good news. If the not, if, if not I'll, it'll be in next week's description. Okay. Um, Brian. 38 days left until the release of Death Stranding. Hashtag the future is in your hands. I'm at DJ Tony Snark everywhere. Also, maybe check out Fake Nerd Podcast on Twitch this week. Maybe. That would be cool. Inst- uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Subscribe to us, rate and feel wherever you get us. We greatly appreciate it. Until next week, guys, stay fake nerds. Dickhead. Whoa. Wow. We do not have time to unpack (laughs) that. Go ahead. (laughs)